For y'all, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pin to a test, chesting in line of fire with your thin best. You bringing them boys to men, them boys pull in. This grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army, better get the Navy. Kidnap your baby, spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight, kill your drama. We kill you, motherfucker. Ants with a sledgehammer. Don't let me do it to you, Dunny, cause I overdo it. So you won't confuse it with just rap music. ROC, we running this rap. MEZ, we running this rap. The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap. Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Freak, wait, we running this rap. Owen Sparks, we running this rap. Chris and Neat, we running this rap. I don't care if you mob people, I hold triggers to cruise. You little f I got money stacks bigger than you. When I was pushing weight back in 88, you was a ballerina. I got the pictures, I seen you. Then you dropped shook one, switch your demeanor. Well, we don't believe you, you need more people. Rockefeller, students of the game, we passed the class, cause nobody can read you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like jiggerous s and won't clap you. Trust me on this one, I'll detach you. Mind from spirit, body from soul. They have to hold a mask, put your body in a hole. No, you're not on my level, get your breaks tweaked. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. You guys don't want it with hope. Ask nah, she don't want it with hope. No, Misha. Check, 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 check. And we're back. Welcome to Beach Shot Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Hit us up on Twitter at Beach Shot Radio. Check, check. My name is Masai. Who it got is. with us tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I'm JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses. And shout out to Albany Distilling Company. That's all I'm going to say for right now. <laughs> yeah, that's Definitely right. shout out to them. Yeah. This is the type of night you're in for, just in case you're listening. You're, yeah, yeah, we're getting started just, very just early. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got with us tonight? Uh, DJ Tremaster. Hi. Yes. Save the whales and drink. Mm-hmm. I'm with that, with the drink. Lo-Fi Lobo in the house as well. I uh, brought my wife with me. Just came from the movies. I'm excited. Happy to be here. Cool, cool. What you seen? On the ones... Oh. We're going to talk about it. Copy. Okay. On the ones and twos. Ew, I like that wife shout out. This is Amani. I'm taking this as an opportunity to introduce myself. Ew, <laughs> poet. They call me starter sometimes, but that's Ooh. all of y'all, though. That's all of y'all. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Then I guess our special guest is Nate the Great this week. <laughs> you lit. Hi. It's great to be here for the first time <laughs> since last right. week. Yo. Let's get into this. <laughs> wait, wait, Steve Struess is just wandering back. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And, and okay. Tanisha's sitting right next to me, too. My babe is sitting right next to me. We got, so. we we got, got a full house. We got a full house, house tonight. But we're the, all the amazing in the house. Clean in the house. Shout out. 
Yonis. So the, let's list the people that aren't going to be speaking on the air tonight. We got Cleanna, Tara, Tanisha, and Steven Struz. Okay. Don't be speaking with every mouth. You guys can hit us up. You can hit us on, up on the check-in at Peachside Radio. <laughs> you said to be thinking with every mouth. Before I forget, shout-outs to uh, my, my boo, my love. Hey, Heather. Oh, Adiel, I know you listening. Angelica, you should have been here, and you would have been silently here as well. <laughs> Definitely. In our uh, hearts. All right, so we have a lot of stuff to cover tonight. J-Time. <laughs> we, I don't know if you've ever listened to the show. We do have a shout-out section. Segment later that if you want to take it, you can take it. You can do the whole yes. shout out section. Done done. Yo, we have an official rebel. <laughs> It's on. I'm excited. Tonight. She's like, look, I don't want the Cuba. I'm coming back. I'm doing this my uh-huh. way. Yes, this has been a long time coming. Actually, uh, yeah. True, True was just surprised that you weren't, uh, you hadn't been on the show anytime in the last year. Halloween, I was gone. I thought it y'all, was, she was here that day. No, it was just. That's you know, what I'm saying. All I had to do was go to another country in order to get on the show. That's it. Uh, you know. Now that she's, she's y'all she's hear that, moves. people? She's making moves. Y'all, so y'all hear that? As soon as she went to Cuba, I called her agent and I was like, I need her. As soon as she gets oh, back, oh, she I need her on the couch. We need her here now. What's up? Uh, so, like I said, we have a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Uh, a little later on, we're going to uh, talk about the anti-Beyonce protest that happened in New York City. We're oh, you talking about the boom. thing where it was like one person yeah, there? Like two or three people. I saw the barricade. As uh, Jody mentioned, we're going to talk a little about movies. I think we're going to get into Deadpool a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about Anthony and Scalia, uh, the Supreme Court justice who passed away. Uh-oh. And uh, Amani had the idea to make it a game, so I think we're going to do who said it, uh, Judge Scalia or Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter. Ooh. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't that's, not, right. that's only half true. Y'all so that, should be, right. <laughs> that was all right. <laughs> uh, so we have a lot of stuff to cover. But first, uh, since we have a very special guest tonight, uh, Amanio, um, I and as we've mentioned already, you've, you just returned from Cuba. We want to hear all about it in chronological, uh, yeah, chronological, chronological order. Shout from out to Albany Distilling Company, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that everybody that walked in the door brought a bottle with them. <laughs> I'm already double fisted, and we just get started. So it's been a long time. We're trying to catch right? up. Yeah. So, um, so tell us a little bit about Cuba. Keeping in mind okay. that we had um, Ariella was on here about to say, a, a few weeks ago. About okay. She, oh, she spoke a little bit about how you guys, uh, came, you know, came about getting it. But go ahead and start from the beginning. Go for it. Um, I want to read a poem. I would yes. like to. Can I? Can I do that? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's get though. It's no. It's a poem about Cuba, and then I will tell you things. Um, but I just wanted to do that. I felt called to do that. Is there a celebrity you, you want to harass this week? By the way, while oh, you, yeah, we gotta pick a celeb. I, okay, so I just was off the off the whole world. Uh-huh. Like I had no connection. So I just saw the Beyonce video this morning. I'm so in love. Okay, <laughs> I'm just okay. happy. That's all I have to say. I don't know anything about anybody else. I should be mad at. You. Okay, no, that's fine. We, we, welcome back. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. pick. We'll, maybe your poem. Will, your Kendrick poem will inspire thing. us to pick the celebrity. You already we heard rest. this poem. Aside, shout out to your to, poem. Shout out to the Bat Mitzvah. By the way, that was crazy. Thank you. See to this. Yeah. I was so happy to be able to support that. Shout out to um, Nishima. Congrats. Just had your bomb for Shona and Woo-hoo. Lena to have a get together this um, weekend. And Jonah and Leah are a big part of the reason why I was there as well as Taina. Shout out most specifically to Ideella. If it wasn't for her, I would not have been there. I would not have any money there. Thank you, entire community, for supporting us and getting there. Um, I gave five dollars. Yo, that's C. And look at what you got for that. that. Word. Oh my gosh. Word. You're here. Ooh. Okay, this is called Embargo. 
It's 2016. Wait, let me, let me, let me kill this music. Yeah. It's 2016. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2016. Why is she so lit right now? Yeah. You ain't I'm even so drinking. Nice you ain't even drink. No, she's drinking. She's drinking. No, I didn't. I just had two little sips. <laughs> okay. We're all only like two little sips in. That's the crazy part. <laughs> it's the energy. It's the vibrations. I'm so happy to be home. Um, but it is cold. I'm not feeling that. It's 2016, but not when I look out my window. Circa 1953 paved streets with Oldsmobiles riding dirty. Cuba is another world. This part of town smells like asthma and inaccess. A disaster of combinations for starving artists in poor country, rich in everything money can't buy. Why must it be this way? I don't get it. Internationally, international ruling classes decide which lifestyle should be sentenced as if ours wasn't founded on interdependence. What the hell could we do without each other? Whether or not you dolo, you think you dolo, none of us can do a thing alone. And to cut my arms and legs off because you don't like the way I wear them? Blockade bullshit, got new friends begging for new things from the states where we got access for days. Shameful. Met the most beautiful artists transforming Comunidad collectively. Neighborhood revolutionaries, the kind of shit that we need to proceed, to transcend, to imagine again, to build something different because the status quo is not working for too many. And ain't nobody free until everybody free. Peace, poets, complex dreams, and networks of courage, of change-making, of self-determination, claiming fam from all nations. This is a declaration of freedom from the child of the runaway. Viva la revolucion. The struggle lives on in me. That's there. That's you got that clap. Woo. We need the clap sound effect. Snaps. Wait, I want to make sure I hit the right button. I want to make uh, sure I hit the right okay. button. Why are you never ready for this, Nate? Okay. You got I'm, one I'm, job. Yo, my claps are, are missing. Right. They're gone. Please clap. Shout out to Jeff Bush. Please clap. Please clap. I right. was so much poetry there. Um, okay. And yeah, I'm just Got hoping to out. share it all. That was beautiful. That answered all my questions about I was hoping so. Cuba, everything. So basically, um, there was this is a group called the Albany Cuba Solidarity. You know? Right on time. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You are Latin, you are Latin American time. <laughs> I think a little bit late. Uh, um, here this is group. office is four three. What the? Mayor, stop that. Nah, me, me, Kathy Sheen is. Oh, Kathy, you want to check in? Yo. This group, Albany Cuba Solidarity, these people have been getting together for like the past two or three years in different ways, showing movies, educating people about Albany and Cuba. And I had nothing, no idea about anything Cuba related until I really went on this trip. And um, I didn't really know I was going until I was there. And then I was like, oh, I, I get it. Um, but yeah, I was uh, fortunate to be selected as young activists in our community. Ariella and I, we went with this group of like 20 people. And um, I don't know, we went, we met so many different kinds of people, political people, regular people, artists, um, you know, people, church people, people walking down the street. And we just got all these different ideas and opinions about what's going on there. And it was all... Did you did you mainly stay in uh, Havana? You said is that where? You- mm, yeah, I think most of our days were in Havana. We also were in Cienfuegos and in Trinidad. I thought that Trinidad when I saw that on the you know itinerary, I was like, oh, and Tobago lit, but it's a place in. <laughs> oh, Cuba. I was gonna ask. There's, a Trin- there's also a Compton, Cuba. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. I made that up. Um, so, you, <laughs> do you do you feel that uh, Havana is like representative in any way of the country, or do you think that you just kind of got a snapshot? Like if somebody came to America and they just went to Las Vegas, like. Like, that wouldn't be a good representation. Well, do you, I don't know. It was a feel? pretty long trip, and we spent a lot of time in a lot of places. Okay. And so, I mean, we spent multiple nights in, like, the countryside and all these other kinds of places. Okay. So, 
No, I don't think it represents the country. It's huge and it has so many varying things. Okay. It's like the Manhattan, maybe. It's dirty, gotcha. fast pace, and it's hard. Okay. I think the main great, question though. people want beautiful people want to know is Havana. Havana. This is Havana. Yeah. Um, how is the Wi-Fi? No. no. Yo, the internet is not a thing. It is not, it's a, not thing. a thing. Wow. It really, I mean, it's really slow and bad. Like, some people, it, it takes days they still for use emails. AOL. For some people, the emails to go. I think Hotmail. Hotmail and AOL. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everyone's wow. on MySpace. <laughs> Yo, they got everything ready to use flash drives. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because of that, though, is there, do you see that, like, people look at each other in the eye when they talk to each other? Is there, like, is there more of a, a humanist kind of like, like, Absolutely. we're here, we're right here, we're talking to each other, we're on Absolutely. the street, we're walking down the street, like that, you felt that. Yeah, it's not like, it's nothing like, I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna say hi to strangers person, and so everybody, I'm like, hola, and everybody was like, hola, we're happy to see you, how you doing? <laughs> I had one person that was like, staying to me, and then you know me, like, I'm I'm like, don't don't not be nice to me, right. I'm nice, because now I'm gonna be extra nice. Is there nice. a problem? Let me know there's a problem before I leave, because <laughs> I can't come back here knowing there's gonna be a problem. What's up? Yeah, I didn't know if it was some colorism going on, you know, he was like, oh, uber white skinned, and I was like, why you ain't being nice back? This is a tourist <laughs> industry right here where we at. Did he speak English? So now I'm going in. Did he even speak English? I don't English know. Or? I was saying hola. You know I'm being... <laughs> I only know one word. You got to answer it. <laughs> uh, you had some trouble getting over there, I heard, right? You um, oh, tell, yeah, us, tell us a little about that because you got stuck in where... Yeah. So, you know, I'm a, um, I have multiple identities. I was born in this world, Amanda Wilson. And so I gave that information for my plane. But, mm. you know, people put Amani. And so we got to the airport and... They was not trying to let me go And Did you think that was it? You're like this is it I'm going back to Albany Or were you gonna, For a second, were you just waited in the second. airport we For a week We were JFK too I was like oh well I'll just, I'm going to Brooklyn I'm going home <laughs> And then they, I don't know Somebody had money So they made the change okay. Which was awesome People It was different levels Of access on this trip And so I didn't have any money I'm with On my community mm, On wow. scholarship And so They made the change Because it wasn't my fault um, Sorry Shout out to the person Who did it I appreciate you Love you It happens um, But then we got to Mexico and they were like, nope, sorry. It was so interesting because like in the US, you know, I feel like people are like, we're going to handle this problem quick. We're going to do this. We're going to make this change, whatever. But it was a different kind of bureaucratic system when we got mm-hmm. to like Aero, Mexico. Can we talk and about then, that detour though? Why Mexico is out of the way, right? It's yeah, like, well, you can't, I don't know. I don't think you can go straight to Cuba. No direct. From the there's US no direct. Right All right, you got to stop somewhere. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. everyone Canada, had to do that. Canada, Bahamas. Yeah, we all went to Mexico. Everyone went to Mexico, okay. Yes, but the problem was we missed our... Yeah, we um, the time that it took to change all the names. There was a few people who had name problems. Like five of us out of the twenty um, got left back, and um, by the time everything happened, it was too late, and our plane had left, and they ain't put us in no hotel, so somebody had to pay for that, wow. and then we had to get a plane the next day. Okay. So uh, since the changes with the embargo, and I guess this might be open to anyone, I just am ignorant to it. Ha- is it you still have to go to another country? There's no differences it's a in process. Like, even even take with some that. Time. Oh, so it's just like in the process of Correct. loosening up. And okay. I'm not really even understanding what the changes with the embargo. Where I'm not sure I know like There was the release Of the Cuban 5 The last three of those people I know that You can now bring in $100 of Sakaar and rum (laughs) 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 But um, other than that I'm not really sure What other things Because that was the main problem That was just coming up Like there's so much In access because Cuba can't trade With other countries And there's a penalty For other countries That that the US um, Holds against other countries For Mm -hmm. trading with Cuba So they can't get stuff Interesting Um you all right? So you you make wait. You, I got stuff. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I mean, yeah, you got stuff. Good looking out. Got you. Monty got me two cigars from Cuba. Got you. So shout can out. I get, can I get a classic? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And that was like a felony a few months ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. The only thing I'm, I, 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 only thing I want to know is, uh, God damn it, Nate. Every time I hit the clap, she wants to shut up. Delete, delete that. I don't want to hear her right. ever. Jeez, what's up with that? Well, I'm trying to figure out. You went over. We know Asada Shakur has uh, claimed asylum over there. And uh, is the spirit of Asada in, in the country? Yes. Are people talking about her? I mean, whenever I brought Asada up, people speak with reverence and, you know, just like, yeah, she good, she good. I don't know. People know. But you I can't see like, her American. We know you're a spy. Are they like like cautious? Yeah, They're cautious, like her. all the Americans that are coming over, or not really yet. Y- yeah, I, I would. I think so. I think people are very protective of her there. Um, so. Did you by any chance go but to I a bar? I definitely felt her energy, and I channeled her in some poetry. Did I go to a bar? Yeah. Oh, I drank every day. No, she she went to a bar drank every more than night. I Did you drink? see Tupac in any of them? <laughs> Put this to rest once and for all. Please. Oh, no. It was some sexy Afro-Cuban man. Hey. I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. The thing was different. I saw no cops, like, almost ever. We, me and Adiela were having dinner the last night, and we saw a cop, like, car for the first time. Cute little car. But this one officer, I don't know, earlier, he had on some green. I don't know what kind of officer it was. He was looking good. That was the only time I ever thought the officer was cute. I swear. I just had to say that. Oh, that was had something to do with your question? Bar? No, 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 it's okay. It's all right. All right. And then my other question is... Is um, I kind of know the answer, but vehicles. Did you? Oh my gosh! Can I show you? All right, but you can't <laughs> the, show the radio. You can't we'll show the radio. It. I know. We'll, you know. we'll tweet the like, picture. I got a face for radio. Oh yeah, tweet the pictures. But go ahead, talk. Use your. your you can paint pictures Mas- with words. Uh, and yeah, you can describe <laughs> them. You probably know cars better than me, but you know they're like super old. That's the like thing. That, that was the question I had. Uh, yeah, I from my understanding, they have a lot of cars that were purchased in and around the 1950s mm-hmm. and haven't been purchased since then, but are very well maintained uh, yeah. because of the weather, because they know that they, they need have that, to maintain yeah, them. That they have to maintain <laughs> they them. Need this car. Yeah, so, uh, oh, cool. I'm going to look for some some um, pictures for you. But they're, they're cars there, but they're usually old school. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. You're like, whoa, what year is this? Mercedes <laughs> old Citroën. They were old uh, bugs. There's a lot of bugs. A lot of, yeah, a lot of Volkswagen bugs. Oh, those. I thought you meant insects. Okay. <laughs> cool. I don't really like turn like bugs. Roaches so were like, huge. They're oh, everywhere. Okay. <laughs> I saw a lizard. That was it. Fifty year old. Um, were, were there other things that you felt like you went back in time aside from just the cars? Like uh, what other technology? TVs, flat, uh, or even flash drives? Okay, just I mean that's not way back in time, but <laughs> for me, uh, anything else that you that stuck out to you? Like I just went through time, or with the cars is the main thing. Hmm. Um. I'm not really sure. What else? I don't know. The buildings, like, you know, there's not a lot of access to things. So the stuff in, like, Havana was, it would look pretty run down. It's, like, not what you would think is upscale or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, it's a, I don't know. you know, um, and tourism is a, probably a huge contributor to that because tourists... We're looking at pictures of cars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yes, very much the 50s. So, oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. You, we have to do a screenshot and do Put it on like Twitter. a tweet. Yeah, we got to share. Yeah, we these, share. Are like, okay. these are seriously like the cars you see in the 1950s, okay. like Happy Days and all of that, <laughs> yeah. but they're driving. They're not yeah. just sitting. They're they're like, right. Everyone's just driving them. Cool, cool, cool. Exactly. That's awesome. Uh, I promise we'll do it on a break. Okay. Um, so, you, oh, yeah, these are beautiful cars. We're going to tweet the pictures out. We got it. It's like Leave it to Beaver stuff or <laughs> kind of like before Greece, but it's, it's yeah. nice. Um, so, you, you leave Mexico, you land. What's your first impression upon landing? 
That's wild. Uh, I don't remember. What did, I don't remember. Okay, what's the first significant thing that happened after you landed? Do you get to the hotel, I guess, first? Or do you go right to a seminar or something? So or? it was dope. We were part of this delegation staying at this place called the Martin Luther King Center. And so it's like, I don't know if you know about liberation theology, but it's like badass religious people. Okay. So like a lot of people don't really identify Jesus as a revolutionary, but Jesus was a revolutionary. He was like lit. Right. He was like controversial. And so these people are in that same you know, um, vein. There's this man, Reverend Suarez. He's like 80 years old. He fought in the, people might know about the Bay of Pigs yes. um, invasion, Playa Giron. And um, so he was down for the Lucian and now he runs this like church and super social justice conscious. And we were staying at that church. Um, so we got there and I don't know, these really awesome older Cuban women were there and super, they were like my, you know, I don't know. This actually they were dope. Half answers a question I was, I was going to ask. The people that were there, you said you were there doing poetry and you were there doing art. Uh, was there an audience for that? And these people, were they members of the church? Were there people like, hey, we got the day off. Hey, we don't have jobs anyway. We, we're, we're like, what are, what are people doing that? And what is the audience like for people that are coming to check out what you guys are doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I fortunately, I was um, fortunate to meet this. Wait, audio. Excuse me, Ariela and I, we met this dope artist collective. Um, and I don't remember the name of it, but I have their card. Oh, here it is, right here. Huh. Collective de, de Coacacion Artistica. I don't remember if I pronounced it right. Work with you me. You nailed it. That's perfect. That's better um, than I would have done. It's perfect. But um, basically, so we met them, and they were basically community social justice artists. They were dope, and we were just getting a snapshot of the country. And so they were one of the snapshots that we got. And we just really vibed with them, Ariella and I, and we came back to the house like a different time. We had free time, a couple different occasions. And I did like a poem music collab with one of the artists there, just like in the dope like artist space. Just like if we was chilling here at right. the house, but like it was like really run down. So there was like the there was like the BLM beat shot crew of Cuba out there that you guys were hanging with. Facts. Yeah, like right. just for a little bit, yeah. But um they want to their dream is to start like um just have a space for artists to come from all over the community and all over the world to be able to do things there so like they were like break dancing they were visual artists and they all work on like transforming the community to be really beautiful together so I'm not really sure about like the scene regarding that because they didn't seem like they had a lot of like spaces for that kind of thing right but it was just more organic in the house and is that so I guess a follow up to that is the idea of having let's bring more American activists and more active American artists this way to kind of foster our what we got going on here or to just is like an eye opening experience for you guys is is really what this is um, It was an eye-opening experience I don't think anybody Necessarily worried about Let me bring Americans I think they're like Yo we're doing our thing right. And you happen to be dope So you should vibe with us And cool. if you got other dope people Like you Just Bring them speaking of, do- speaking of dope people The group of people You were with Could you give me A little breakdown Of what type of people You were with The uh, now I really want to know She's saying No don't She's ask like, me no. no I just want an idea of the, the, At least give me like um, Maybe like gender Racial breakdowns and, and where you thought They were in terms of consciousness That's funny um, That's a funny question um, I <laughs> It was a really Interesting mix of people And So I was going To the trip Without any understanding Of how this group was um, But It was like a variety Of people On different spectrums Of activism Some people who had Just came to our Awesome shut it down At the you know at the state of the city and like some people who have no understanding of privilege and um, racism and things like that all from Albany or the area 
yeah, most people from the area, but some people's friends and some people's like associates okay. and stuff like that. And it was like mostly older people. I think the the next uh, youngest person was forty eight in our group, and I'm oh, wow. twenty seven. Oh group. wow! So it was a big gap. But now, now they were looking specifically for young people. Do you think they that. weren't able to find young people that wanted to go, or no, I think was it we resources? Were there. We were there. I think they were going, and then they wanted to reach out to one other, like oh, one young. Okay. They wanted to bring a young person, and then they were like, "We should bring more than one young person." Thank goodness! Shout out to Naomi um, for stressing that, telling that everybody yeah. like we like Adiel and I needed to be there together. They were mostly white. Yeah. So you were the representative of young people and also representative of people of color. Uh, what's up with that? Uh, I w- you would think that a solidarity mission like this would be uh, essentially more diverse. I, I, or I would think that. You know, I was I was surprised to, to hear that. Um, do you think it's just a matter of access or privilege or, or combination of the two? Or are they not really reaching out enough to try and get more diverse groups of people out there? Yeah, I think every, every activist group in this area could stand to do more outreach. I think that's a yeah. problem that just happens for most people. Okay. Um, but I feel like this was a great step in that direction for this group. I think that they've just been getting together, mm-hmm. and we we are some great people to introduce if you want to shake some some shit up. Okay. We are the ones. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Facts. You know? So I have a question. Oh no. Oh god. I don't Ladies and gentlemen, that. white devil's advocate. I don't respect that unless I get a deep ass voice like that too. I can give you that voice. All right. I'm with Wait. I'm with let me say a little something. something. Okay. <laughs> You see how you just take it in space? Yeah, this is useless. White privilege. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Not on my time. Oh, okay. Now, baby. It's catching. It's catching. So, my question, anyway, is. Why wasn't wasn't I invited? I am an activist of sorts. I have important things to say. You were invited. Why weren't you there? Why haven't you been in any of the Albany Cuba Solidarity? This is so weird. Well, I'm not that kind of activist. What kind of activist are you? I am a white activist. So what do you have? What do you activize for? I activize for... That's not a word, ladies and gentlemen. That is not a word. Google it just a little bit. I have to go away. Good. Thank God. Um, <laughs> can, uh, could Yo, you wait till we out here? Come on, we ain't gonna have none of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, I, I had a question about what was the first like actual activity or what? I don't know what what were they like workshops you were doing or. Oh my gosh, it was an amazing itinerary. Shout out to the people who put it together because okay. we got such um, a variety of experiences. Dope. And it was just like a full day. We met with everybody. Like we met with Che Guevara's daughter. Mm-hmm. We met with like... Oh, wow. Yes, we met like the president of like the Racial Commission, like Artists and Writers Guild. We met with like these dope um, sociology therapists, professors. We met with this awesome artist collective. It was just like, we met with these community what do you call it like a, co- a co-op like a farmer co-op okay and then, like we just had these full packed days of different meetings and places to go mm. it was I don't know it was awesome like we didn't party like we just needed to be energized and up it was like education with a beautiful scenery okay um, the, I, I was hoping that you being on tonight would kind of serve as a uh, way to let people know exactly what you experienced over there at least give them some insight and uh, we'll have a record of it on the podcast so if you're listening subscribe to our podcast but you're also in the process of writing kind of a, a memoir about your trip, correct? 
facts. I know that's true because you said I couldn't interview you until I read it, so I read the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> and it's like half, half, half of it is don't make sense. It was really good. It was super, super interesting. But one thing that stood out to me was you said that our ideas of like race and color kind of flew out the window there because their the, their rules are a little different in, in terms of how they uh, identify races there. Like you know, here we have the like the paper bag test and all. It's like all these like shades of of colorism that happen here. And you said over there your uh, race or your even Afrocentricity isn't necessarily tied to your pigment as much. Oh yeah, okay. So Correct so me many, if I'm wrong. Did, so many interesting to things to say about that. So one thing is okay. So racism is illegal in Cuba, right? So what does that mean? That means it's the laws that say that you know you can't be racist. That doesn't mean that racism doesn't exist. Doesn't mean that colorism doesn't exist there. It does absolutely does. Um, but it's like there is just an understanding. Like everybody just takes it for granted that they um, have Afro African roots. That they have indigenous Taino roots. But People one second, just one understand second. I'm where sorry they come to from. interrupt, but we uh, I just, a question Facts. just came in. Oh sure, which but wait. Celeb, I want to just can I answer that first question? Which celeb are we pestering tonight? Oh shit, we're, that's we're, rude. We're, let's finish. Yeah, let's. So finish. Anyway. They probably want to. So wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna get at that. Okay. We can get at that yeah, after. I, wanna... I just don't want to forget because um, this is a, this is a lot of answers. Yeah, yeah. You read a lot of different things. Because I think because I think what I was talking about a little bit was we met with this um, president on this commission for race and things like that, and he was talking about this really awesome genetics work that is happening there. Mm-hmm. There's some really amazing like science stuff happening there. They just like found like a cure for like lung cancer. Uh, they oh. have the best doctors in the world. Like Adiella got sick, but she had amazing treatment like mm-hmm. immediately. What's the movie? The sicko movie. Yeah. I remember yeah. there's the bit about the healthcare where they go over there and end up having the illest health coverage that you can yes. have out there. Amazing. They got to take the boat out there. All the Americans to go. Yeah. So amazing. like so, but one of the things is like they were doing this genetics work that was showing that so like Messiah and I, you know, we're really different shades of black, mm-hmm. and so but like Messiah. Nah, I'm not even going with you. You two, you you like let's go. Well, go with me. Go with let's me. Go with yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. You included. So because like, we're very different shades of black. DJ, we not. The same. <laughs> I'm kidding. You like we all come from Africa because that's the human civilization black. Found there. That's it. But but then again, you don't know because so the work that they were doing, the genetics work was saying like, you know, you can look at somebody like me and I might have like forty percent European blood uh-huh. and you might have like only like, I don't know, twenty percent right. or some shit. And yep. like you really can't tell based on people's makeup what their inside parts are, which I think would really just shake up people's ideas about race yeah. and things like that because it's really just color is stupid but culture is relevant and experiences that we go through in the world are relevant but so to answer your question um, I think people just take it for granted that their roots are African they know that and like and people know that racism is like a thing that shouldn't happen but it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen it Mm -hmm. does but like one thing that the president of the racial commission guy said to us was like unlike in the states like a cop might stop somebody in Cuba and ask them for their papers they might stop and black people are stopped proportionately way more than people of other races and colors or whatever but they can't beat somebody they can't kill somebody like shoot somebody and it's like Mm -hmm. the treatment just in the interactions with cops and like non-cops are completely different you think part of that is because there are so few cops maybe I think it's just a different culture too generally like people are just like chill I don't know a little bit like we met I don't know if y'all know about the Cuban Five but like these dudes were like locked up for mad years on like some bogus 
bogus shit and like dude is just like yeah you know I just came home a year ago I ain't seen my family for 16 years I'm just happy now they, you know they were locked up here right Paz yes so Cuban 5 they were they were essentially like deemed spies because they came over to the United States and they were um, trying to get information about Cuban nationals in the United States as, as I understand it and then the United States was like nah you guys are spies for you know trying to spy on our government right and they got locked yeah. up for what did you say 16 years or something yeah some of them like had like double life sentences wow. like and things like that but the last three came home December 14th 2014 or maybe December 2014 and they that was a part of the whole uh, President Obama administration oh that's like, right that's right. right yes and so it was dope we got to meet one of them we had dinner I got some autographs and then the next day um, another member of the Cuban Five just happened to be at this meeting that we was at so it was amazing so oh, we met wow. we had dinner with Ramon and then met Fernando the next day wow that was dope you said you also met um, Che Guevara's daughter oh my gosh yeah she was lit and you, uh, your perception on Che Guevara you said even changed based on this trip it did but the Angelica was putting me on by some other stuff too so oh, I got good. just okay. constantly learning I really wanted to talk to you about that too because I mean I I, I, I probably know more about Che Guevara than anything else related to you know that area of the world just because educate me um, I would, maybe not but you, you well you spoke to Angelica which is good but I know he, he gets a, a rap for being racist himself and he was like anti and some a lot of his like sentiment was like anti homophobic black and yeah, and, and homophobic. He was, he was problematic on a lot of levels, but still uh, revolutionary. Do you think, after speaking to his daughter, um, that she like? What did she really open your eyes to that made you say, "I need"? Is she like talking down about him, or is she just saying he was a complex dude and not not he shouldn't be revered the way he is? No, nah, I mean she knows what Che means to the world and so just what what he represents. And I think that fire is something that she wants to encourage in people. Like basically, her whole thing was about listen to young people. Young people. Have have like are leading the revolution young people should be valued they should be included in things like that and we should encourage people to be self-determining self um yeah um questioning critical active and uh-huh. she just spoke a lot about that but it, she was saying it was still important that what he represents and how that inspires people to do things mm-hmm. I, this makes me think of beyonce i'm sorry because uh, why are you what, sorry well no it's just uh and it I don't seems like quite, get, a, quite a leap um, between is this, the, is this the celebrity we passed her in no 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 we, we, we bothered solange last week we'll, we'll pick someone in a second <laughs> well, but, i love um, um, there was there was a lot of see you and Afro will be killing it. <laughs> does it, Kathy Sheehan have a Twitter? Yes, <laughs> she does. Let's hit her. Um, hang, hang on one second, because right. uh, so you were saying that the, the whole like Che Guevara thing, and he's problematic, but he's still like a symbol, and he inspires people around the world to kind of like be revolutionary, and more radical. Yeah, I got some Che stickers if y'all lit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do they, do they know how well his T-shirt is selling over here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. like, are they, are they making are they royalties? making any royalties exactly? Exactly. I hope I so. so. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, but this, this week, Kendrick Lamar and also and Beyonce last week, uh, they also had made kind of radical statements uh, using their music or their platform Lips. to make uh, statements. And uh, people came out and pointed out some of the reasons that their statements were problematic and still questionable. But um, an argument that I think a lot of us, uh, people who were kind of in their corner were making was, even though they're problematic, and we all are on some level, that inspiring people to think outside the box and like be revolutionary is important. Mm-hmm. So that's why my ears kind of perked up when you said that about... Mm-hmm. Che Guevara's uh, daughter because that's how I feel about a lot of problematic figures in the world and not just t- contemporary but like in the, in the past too mm-hmm. um, we kind of have to take the good and the bad together and see what we can use um, of these people's legacies to keep the conversation moving forward and I wouldn't say we have yeah, to we have to I wouldn't say we have oh, to take oh, okay. the good 
good and the bad but I, I would say that it can definitely acknowledge be both yeah I think it, it can be helpful revolutionary and it can help you know push the message along okay. to take the things that we have but I think we must always be critical and we must always be defining the, the revolution that we want um, actively it's important for me to like interject you know like we don't want to rebuild mm-hmm. systems and like create new kinds of oppression like yeah, we want to yeah. just strip it all down I was but y'all that Beyonce about, joint was lit I was just reading about <laughs> I guess literally I today yesterday the very first uh, new American company is opening and breaking ground in Cuba and it's a it's a kind of like a John Deere type company where they're building tractors and they're building farm equipment for Cuban farmers uh, and this is going to be it's American company uh, and this is I guess part of this new you know we're, we're messing with America again and, and this is one of these kind of first legit American companies to go out there uh, a, kind of a side question to that I just I'm reading that today knowing you were coming I was like alright but maybe just say that out loud but any uh, tourist faux pas that we should avoid as Americans now that Ooh. we're able to travel and go over there that, that we could avoid uh, it just you know you've been there you did the trip anything that we can avoid uh, going forward that's a good question um, so this is uh, a question I feel like you know just works for any country um, you know rep- understand that we represent like the biggest imperialist nation like in the world uh, and like historically I think we should always tread lightly and be respectful and be and move with an air of listening and learning yep, um, I like that this is so funny that one of the meetings uh, one of the women who was with the, the Cuban 5 person I, I'm so sorry I have so many names it's hard to remember um, oh but she gave this this is one of the things like what the world can do to support like the the blockade against like bringing down the blockade so I'm gonna just pass that around might be relevant for you we'll to read that but um she was talking about like seeing some other kind of tourists come but they weren't American basically they were being super rude it was like a fashion show and like they were just being like like hella rude and she was like what are you doing like you in our country like then you come to learn and like respect and like things like that so I don't know I think that's just a general question like just go learn try to speak some Spanish like try um, don't have don't don't throw any toilet paper in the um, toilet you gotta throw it in the trash can this is the thing oh word um, these are whoa whoa whoa, these are whoa. Things. you gotta throw it in the trash can cause the plumbing system yep. is not you that's know, how it is a lot of bars. places when I went right. to Greece that's how it was there too actually yep yep um, not to go from Cuba to Greece I'm just saying <laughs> I don't know um, understand like your food might take a long time you know if you get some paella it's gonna take an hour like that's but how worth like, it is that you... way the food let's talk can we just talk food for a little bit what I wasn't eating? mad <laughs> <laughs> I ate things I, I don't usually eat I, back home I'm not, I had great drinks everybody was just great everybody was wonderful and awesome. it was super affordable and so it was like this complicated situation because there's two currencies there because um, in order to engage with Americans in tourism they had to create some kind of currency that was like equitable to our dollar so they have yes right here I have them you can screenshot those as well that around. See them right now, so they have these convertible things that are like kind of like our dollar but they're 24 it takes 24 Cuban actual um, national pesos to meet to match one of those so it's like not really cool for their dollar and their currency and Chase's daughter was like nah I don't really F with this but I mean I would say be respectful um, tip you know you gotta you are tip a little for everything but it's like for us it's like a quarter like you be fine um, really and I, I just be open and just be open like some people like people were like giving us their souls like right. every time we went out to eat people were like doing live music and all these kinds of things I have these videos I'd love to share um, and like some people were kind of just like eh. I'm like that it's just not easy I'm an artist I know it takes a lot to give yourself 
and like every single time and mostly probably like white people only who got like mad money trying to give you dollars don't bring dollars they can't really do anything with that at least get some convertibles um and I don't know just where can like we you know. now just, just as you mentioned it where can we follow you online if you want to hear more about your personal journey through this and, and just whatever you have to say on this going forward thanks this for show. asking that um I have a, a number of I have all the social networks um my website is visionarynotescoach.com or amanipoetis.com they will also, take you, you to similar places you can go to website you can go to website, website. yeah everything's on there artists, yeah so. I'm a beachat artist so beachatmusic.com just click yeah. on artists yeah. and uh, Amani's all her social media stuff is on that page I'm uh, on the Twitter uh, and I'll, I'm the gram, tweeting out your website and stuff right now. I have a question you're, you're on the Grammys you're on the Grammys <laughs> you lit you lit <laughs> Graham it's some, right. Oh here's some books My question is you want to look at Are you a collard green Or a platano Ew 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 <laughs> Oh my gosh I'm gonna share this picture Tomorrow of me and Ariella It's gonna be us Under a platano tree What Oh my gosh we were, this, we were at this Dope um, Like organic farm Where they like Just you know Converted a lot Just like people do here Gorilla Garden And converted a lot Now they feed school kids Down the block And they do all these Awesome programs There are people who were Working on their alcoholism and um, that's a project that they engage in um, instead of like trying to fill themselves up with I don't know other kinds of things that don't always offer the same kind of things we need. Even though I would love a refill right about now. Um, we got you. Yes, absolutely. I don't remember what the question was. <laughs> No, I I'm glad you had a good time. Oh, it's, it's I'm a platino and a collard green. I'm I'm both. I uh, shout out to you because I'm I'm Latina. Got my Panamanian roots, and I'm really working on my Espanol. So if anyone who wants to practice conmigo, and that's a holla at your new head. Can you talk a little a bit about the socialism socialism in Cuba? Did you notice anything like that really stood out as different because? Oh of... Oh my gosh. Oh okay. Yeah, it was dope. It's like completely different propaganda there. So you know how we got billboards <laughs> like for like. Oh, you need this. Buy this. Like the billboards are like "Viva la Revolución," like "Cien for la Victory," like you know, "Victory really? Forever." Like they have um, so much of the revolution was like fueled by Jose Marti, um, who was this like revolutionary poet, and people probably know the song "One Guanamera." Right, um, right. And so like that was that was originally like a Jose Marti poem, and. <laughs> Shout out Wyclef did that remix Off the Celia Cruz version Which was originally A Jose Marcy poem But it got famous In the States From Pete Seeger um, Right, right. It, Yeah wow. But it's all it's, it's beautiful And so it's like There's like all this Dope revolutionary poetry All over um, And so that was Super different um, Yeah people like Really just believe in You know the revolution And their right to be Self-determining And I'm just like Yeah F yeah Like for said like the reason why the U.S. is mad is because they had a successful socialist revolution right under the noses of the U.S. and and they're like yeah we did oh my gosh so dope they got this like avenue of anti-imperialism mm-hmm. and basically it's just like where what would be like the U.S. embassy so to speak it was called the U.S. intersection they had this building and then like Cuba put like mad Cuban flags in front of it and, like this whole strip where they like honored basically anti-imperialist um, citizens of like like the U.S. they have like Harriet Tubman Nat Turner like Lucius Walker I don't know like he's not um, I don't think he's American I don't know mm-hmm. correct me Twitter but, but um, more celebrated there than they are here yeah, yeah it's just like so dope but they're like okay U.S. you got your building right there we're just gonna put mad Cuban flags and we're gonna put <laughs> Vic, Vic, Cerros, which means we will win like we shall overcome kind of thing and like shout out to Journey Truth and everybody else like that's just so lit like they're just like I feel, I feel 
y'all. And when the way you said it, when you said like Pete Seeger, and I'm thinking, is it, is this from there? Is it from a nostalgia kind of point of view, or is it still very current? This is like in the like the lifeblood of everybody oh, that's on a day to day. It's complicated, like because like the new young generation, actually, like people talk about a lot, not necessarily being like having that same kind of heat and fire, but it was just so recent. Like the revolution is like what sixty years ago. So people who fought in it are alive, and so and those are the billboards that people are seeing still. That that's mm-hmm. the, that that's there is that prevalent as far as the visual aspect mm-hmm. of that. That's amazing but, to me. You know, but there are some young people who are just like don't know it and like they just know life under the blockade and it's like, oh, we don't have access to these things and they don't really, they didn't necessarily live that same struggle. Right. And so it's a, it's like a lot of different generational ideologies and then there are some people who believe the blockade doesn't exist and that Cuba is just making all of this up and that the Cuba is just blocking everything like from the US and the US is just like, hey, we love you and I'm like, oh, damn, <laughs> they got you. You can brainwash clear some of that up like, no, we hate you guys, we really do. <laughs> Somebody there is waiting for McDonald's though. Somebody, right. somebody's there like it's coming. Yeah. And there's all these like, disparities. and then there's all these disparities also. That's what I was about, like classism. Or? Yeah, there's okay. there's disparities because of like, so some Cubans will leave, um, and because it's really hard, like it's socialist. So you know, your professor, you're making like thirty dollars a month mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Like you're struggling, and but like you could like work in the tourism industry. You got access to American dollars. People are giving you tips all the time, and you making you can make all this money you could move Miami um, which traditionally like white skinned Cubans do very well there and are accepted easily make a bunch of money send it back home and it creates a lot of disparities back home in Cuba and they're starting to see so even our racism here is fucking up Cuba's racism that's how they like our Jim Crow got there like our like policies that when the US was like um, you know controlling Cuba like they they had Jim Crow there and so like that shit like trickled down Mm -hmm. so like we just be you know all up in everything doing what we do so did you know you said you noticed some classism there what's is homelessness um something no no homeless no but not everybody lives like in the best housing conditions like there are slums but Uh i I didn't see any homelessness really and and, and havana is like the big you know that's like the main central part of cuba and you didn't see wrong but i asked about it we looked for it i didn't experience any at all you know How how do um do you, did you learn how some people because it sounded you just said something that made me think oh like there's different like levels of houses like there's nice houses and then there's not nice houses like is that the truth and if so how do people like get like like where does the difference come in how do you know what I'm saying like how do yeah. some people get better houses than other people if it's like a socialist right. kind of thing it's complicated I don't really understand completely and yeah. I'm, I'm learning my Spanish so I'm like trying to find out from people who actually lived there with limited things and like there was like translators so things didn't always come through so I'm looking to learn so much myself right. but I know the government provided and provides housing for a lot of people like for example we were in this this like farming community and like the government after the revolution came in like built built like housing for people other people owned homes but like had to um yeah i don't know like they they had all these they then now they have to like share a little bit maybe like and like there were people who had like um palaces and shit like that and now those things are like museums and like you know like i don't know they use them like we went to this amazing book this book fair that was like at this old palace um so people like they use these buildings communities like they just mm. share it I don't know but I'm not saying the people used to own stuff and now they used to share it I don't really understand how that worked like the artist collective we were at it was a it was Bea that's our friend that we met it was wow. her her family home and now 
somebody else lives on one of the floors. So I don't really understand oh, that's interesting. entirely like if how that happened, but I know like everything yeah. kind of just got shared out. So I'm, like, were they cool on, with like, that, really, or were they, was that forced on them? I, 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 wanted, yeah. I don't really understand that yeah. entirely. Um, but she seemed, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. She didn't seem tight. Yeah. I was just like, we got space, whatever. Let's yeah, share. I don't, cool. I don't know. Who knows? Like, it's like what um what um Ramon talked about of the Cuban Five was like the difference of that country was putting the people at the center and not money at the center. So I just think it's a different mentality. Yeah, a I was bit. about mm-hmm. to say that but, different culture, different mentality, different right. way of thinking. They're not worried about all of that. Right. So, but like some, there are like some. I think it's just the neighborhood also depends. Like if you lived in like you know that's where you live, but. You got a house It's just not the best I got I don't you know. But I got Nobody you. has I don't think anybody has Like amazing things You don't see the same Kind of disparity okay. The same kind of gap That you do here But it, it could happen Especially as there's more U.S. influence coming in Gotcha is, is there any one thing That you learned While you were there That you definitely Felt you would take back Or you wanted to use In your own activism And organizing over here Or even a thought process That you learned over there That you yeah. will keep with you You think So I have so many books here um, and like I was just so inspired by learning about the Cuban Revolution and the connection across all these like social movements historically like Malcolm X and Fidel bonding in the 60s and like and just like um, Cuba sending troops to support um, anti-apartheid and like Angola Nambia all these other kinds of countries and so for me it was just like oh shoot like y'all just was like F imperialism and we're just gonna share stuff like 90 miles from the US and that just happened like 60 years ago mm. it's amazing and like like we don't in our country like our experience with like one ruler one leader is like a self-serving person we don't necessarily know a person who ident- embodied the voice and the experience of the people and then carried out a successful revolution with the people like all we know is like you know sick dictator to sick dictator to sick dictator who didn't care about us and so for me I was just like oh this is possible mm-hmm. so for me yeah I think people need to learn about Cuba I think it would inspire a lot of change and it's not something that's super far removed and I feel like we need change and we need to share some resources um, all the resources and we can do it and I think that we can win you mentioned in the uh, memoir that you had me read um, that there were it wasn't perfect over there just because they're socialists and they have these there's this whole different way of, of life and communicating with people and everything there were still there were still troubles like any place would have was there anything that stood out to you as okay we do this way better in the states or that this one thing we should leave out of of the way their life is over there by the way Messiah hated the way they prepared sandwiches in Europe I hated it I, all and the, I think that's where this horrible. question is this is really about sandwiches <laughs> how are, how are the that, Cubans though. there are they good no. <laughs> I don't think I was upset at anything um, uh, I didn't see it that I was only there for like Eight, nine days. Okay. So let's cut to the chase. Did you have any sandwiches made and were they prepared to your <laughs> satisfaction? Is every sandwich in Cuba a Cuban? See, like, I was going to say, a Cuban while you were in Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hate sandwiches a little bit. <laughs> I had a Cuban, li- I had all the Cuban drinks. What do they call that? I don't know. They put, like, Coke and. Oh, Cuba Libre. Rum. Yeah, I had yeah, that yeah, yeah. at the Habana Libre. And yeah. That was, that was kind of lit. Nice. And it was dope. It was dope. Yeah, no, this is what they do better. Okay. Like, I didn't want any ice. I took out the ice because 
I was scared. Everybody on our trip got oh, sick. Oh, hell yeah. That ice. Everybody, that ice everybody will get on the trip got sick. Everybody on the trip got sick. I feel like that's an important tidbit. So. <laughs> I don't know. That, I think people need to take better care of from themselves. The, from the water, just like. But not Ideal. Ideal is perfect. Was it from the water, like the same deal with Mexico? Sometimes your body's no, just we not don't used even to the, know. We like, we have all these different theories about why people got sick, but probably some water. I'm more curious why you didn't get sick. That's what I want to know. Word. That's what I really want to know. Yo, ice cubes, uncooked uncooked vegetables and fruit that yeah. has been washed and Facts. still has water Facts. on it. All these things. There's all kinds of stuff that but can get you. The church we were saying that they were super, they were aware of all that kind of stuff and they used purified water and stuff like that. They were super considerate. Yeah, not in ice cubes so. though. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. They was fine. I wasn't worried about that. So but that was the only place that we ate. Devil's advocate. Oh wait, I don't even remember uh, the point. What was the point of the question? We, you said there's one thing they did question. better. Oh, what did they do yes. better? Okay, like I took out the ice and I don't know. He was like, "Oh, you need more cola," and I was like, "No, I want no more cola." He was like, "You want more rum?" I was like, "Yeah, I want more rum." Yes. That was what they did better. Okay. They ain't gonna ever do that for free in the states. Would you like some more ice with that? Nah, <laughs> I like the way you culture. You. <laughs> they give you a choice. Do you want more frozen water but or liquor? Honestly, I just think I just feel like you go somewhere else. You just need to just go with it and be open to whatever. So like some people, you know, were around me were like, eh, that's not that tasty. Eh, that's not that. that. I'm like, this is not here to please you. Like you're here to learn. Mm. You're here to just uh, like soak it up. Say it's not it. horrible. Like just deal with it. So I don't know. For me, I just kind of was there to experience and to appreciate and to be humble. And so I don't have any criticisms in that regard. Cool. Um, we we're about an hour in. I think we should take a quick break. People can tweet us oh, a few snap. more questions. Okay. We'll talk a little bit more about Cuba when we come back. We have a lot of other things to cover um, we just tweeted out Amani's contact information and Twitter information so be sure to follow and subscribe hit us up at Beach Out Radio with those questions you can use the hashtag ask Amani if you if you'd like uh, and we'll be back with uh, with more stuff to discuss we ready Nate um, yeah kind of I guess cool kind right. of ready so keep, it. A, keep it locked Beach Out Radio what happened <laughs> at the New Orleans <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm back. I'm popular, the man. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Sauce in my bag. Swag. Swag. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I, oh, oh, yes. I like that. I did not come to play with you hoes. <laughs> I came to slay, bitch. I like cornbread and collard greens, bitch. Oh, yes. You best to believe it. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress I'm so possessive so I rock his rock necklaces My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama I got hot sauce in my bag. I see it, I want it. I see yellow, I want it. I scream it, I want it. 
You're looking at me for the pay cut Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down I'll make 11 even boom with the bass down Skimming, and let me tell you about my life Painkillers only put me in a twilight But pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like Lord knows, 20 of them in my Chevy Tell them all to come and get me reaping everything I sow So my karma come in heaven, no preliminary hearings On my record, I'm a motherfucking gangsta in silence for the record, uh Tell the world I know it's too late Boys and girls, I think I've gone crazy You a car for the acres and the mule. 
Motherfucker, you can live with them all. I can see the evil, I can tell it. I know it's illegal, I don't think about it. I deposit every other zero, thinking of my partner. Put the candy, painting on a Rico, digging in my pocket. Ain't a profit big enough to feed you every day. My logic, get another dollar just to keep you in the presence of your Chico. Ah! I don't talk about it, be about it. Every day I seek you. If I got it, then you know you got it. Heaven, I can reach you. Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog, that's all. Big back and chat, I trapped the back for y'all. I rap, I black on tracks, so rest assured. My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God. When you know, we've been hurt, been down before. Nigga, when our pride was low, looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor, poor. Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure. Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door. My knees getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gon' be alright.
Rito. Abre el camino, grano de oro. Y estoy aquí con Wyclef celebrando el carnaval. Azúcar. Guantanamera. Guajira, Guantanamera. Guantanamera. Guajira, Guantanamera. Yo soy un hombre sin. Thank 
Hey, yo, I'm standing at the bar with a Cuban cigar. Hey, yo, John Forte, she's eyeing me from far. Harlem, I'ma see the Becky pardon. Made stakes at a faster rate than she on the case. Good traits of genius. Got us some black Venus. Grab niggas angry cause they can't get between us. To those selexions. Move complexion. Lexicon of Lexington. Parents came from Cuba. Part Mexican. Pure sweet. Don's fell to her feet. She like Movado. And shook her hips like Delgado. And broke niggas down from the ground to Apollo. And then some... Took an accident to dim sum and waited patiently while the businessmen come. Born late on purpose, got even politicians nervous and made plans to infiltrate the street secret service. This gentle flower, fertility was a power. Sweet persona, Venus flytrap prima donna. Que sera, que sera, she turned to Nero to Zanera. Hey, yo, I'm standing at the bar with a I think she's dying from far. What do we want? Freedom. And do we want it now? What do we want? Freedom. And do we want it now? Somebody whole life is hanging on the fears of cops and cold nights And the lawyers and the judge and jury is so white And then they ask why my people is so hype They hate when we don't act scared and polite But if we gonna live in a world with no rights Then it's really no choice to choose and just fight like
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a drummer. Um, he, yeah, yeah, he went from two snares to two turntables. I'm really confused. Are we on the air? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're on the air. Okay, uh, and we're back. Welcome back to uh, B Shot Radio. Uh, Nate left, and Steven Struess is now DJing. Oh, Nate's back. Okay, cool. That's that white devil shit. That was an awesome musical <laughs> break right there. And, uh, that was amazing. Shout out to the DJ because that was all my songs I requested in life. So I hope y'all like that. Nate the great. Nate the great. Because that yeah. was Nate lit. Great. Thank you. That was so lit. Thank you. <laughs> great set. Shout out to uh, Tina Silly. Um, she actually just went to Taina. Puerto Rico. Boriken. It's yes. actually the original name of Taino people, uh, which I'm calling it from now because Puerto Rico means rich porch or some, you know, imperialist shit. We're not calling it rich pork. So pork. We're calling it Boriken. Actually, the Taino if, if I'm not, if I'm oh, not mistaken, teach me. No, 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 no. Uh, the San Juan was actually supposed to be called Richport, and the whole island was supposed to call, be called San Juan. Um, mm. And there was like a little, st- but you're right. Either, either both of those names, San Juan and Richport, were were um, capitalist imperialist names. Yeah, shout out to right. political prisoners. Yeah, in Puerto Rico. I feel like it's Ernesto. Mm. The original people who inhabit, right. in, inhabited, right. and inhabit. Puerto Rico are Taino. Nice. Amani, did you say shout out? I did. Oh, let's do shout outs. Let's do shout outs. Hey, a lot of people on check in tonight. Family. Let's see who we got with us. Man, there's so many people I gotta It's gonna take me like two JB, I love this part of the show <laughs> When you do it JB got a new phone So he's looking at it like um, Like when grandpa picks up A PlayStation <laughs> controller <laughs> And, and try to change the TV channel <laughs> Right, 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 right. Is it upside down? put his spectacles on Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. Who's yeah. Who saw the Nintendo cartoon? <laughs> I did Nintendo cartoon with the floating Game Boy And uh, Link was in it And uh, yeah What a girl uh, No, the girl buys her boyfriend a Nintendo and he like disappears and he goes into the game and she has to go into the game and find him. That was the cartoon? It was a cartoon. I remember oh, the Nintendo the cartoon. Show. Oh, the show. I remember the show. And it was like Metroid, the eggplant, mother. Is this what we talking no, about? No, no. It's okay. crazy. The Game Boy was flows. The Nintendo character. kid. I remember the Nintendo kid yeah. that was like came after the Super Brothers show. It was show. a regular movie like that recently. It just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a grown woman and it's a cartoon, but it's a woman and she buys. She's like, look, honey, I got you this. It's all, and it's like, um, there's no, there's no dialogue. It's all music. There's no talking in it. And she buys him this Nintendo. He walks into the room. It's got rap, you know, rapping on it. And yeah. he's all excited. He starts to play it. She leaves the room. She comes back. He's gone. Oh, this is on Facebook. This is just like yeah. viral. Oh, I did watch that the other day. Yeah, that I was, was crazy. That. Yeah, that was, I, did, I thought you were talking about a movie, no, movie no, no, or no, a cartoon no. cartoon. Yeah, yeah, but it was long. It was like five minutes long. Oh, yeah, I watched the whole shit. <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm <laughs> well, surprised she didn't smash it at the end. <laughs> that game looked crazy hard too. She's like going through it. I would have. I would have just been like, I got to find someone else new. <laughs> <laughs> the game looked so hard. Yo, you know what I'm saying? I, getting, was, I get anxiety when I watch it like that. Yeah. I was just like, this yo, is but that was a ride or die chick, man. You know what I'm saying? I need a wife like that. She can't. <laughs> you need a cartoon wife. All right. <laughs> cartoon wife. That's about right. All right. Shout, Who's shout on the check-in? Shout out to Dan Hogan, of course. Hey Jordan oh. Hill, Matt Murray, Kleana, Tanisha, Don Fons, Melissa Fleck, Damn. Leah P, Soul Fire Farm, Amanda Damn. Y, Scout, Mari Kush, Odyssey, Damn. Hiker Size. Shout out to Hiker Size, see, man. Oh, sorry. Hey. Shout out to Jaya, Angelica, Gentra Day, Ashley Ann, who was dope with the photography, Alexa Branch, Carmen Rao, Lisa Linder, Carmen, oh, Ariella, and... Ariella! 
<laughs> and of Hi. course, she should be here. And of course, shout out to Albany Distilling Company. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, um, speaking of Albany Distilling Yo. Co. Mm-hmm. All right, so I will be up all night because I got coffee oh. in my vodka. All right, this is my last interruption. I got oh, please. I'm sure sure say, I got oh, no, vodka in out. my coffee. One shout out. You said Odyssey, and I just ran into this artist like randomly through iTunes, and then Cleanna came into my room. We live together. It's amazing. At Cat Lantis, Gato Lantis, is how you say cat in Spanish. Um, and and she, was like, she was like, oh, do you know Gato, this person? Gato Apparently, y'all know this person. Like, this person is amazing. Like, I'm in love with this album. Like, they're lit. They're mad dope. Like, so shout out to you, Odyssey. I don't know what they identify as. Oh, Amir. oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Amir. Amir. Amir, yeah. You, Yo. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Odyssey. Amazing. Odyssey your album, I'm like, I'm yeah. vibing to that shit so hard right now. Thank you he yeah, produced, for your art. He produced on JB's last album. And he produced last yeah. two albums. Yeah. Lit. He's dope. Yeah, yeah. He performed at their wedding. Yeah. Crazy world tour. He's going on. He's in Berlin right now. He's putting his on the world right now. Yeah, he's sure. in Berlin right now uh, doing his new album. He's the Odyssey. He's man. the co-owner of Mellow Music Group, too. Yeah. He's a good he's, dude. Uh, he's he's, he's dope. It, One of three celebrities I Hermione follow on Twitter. Hermione oh, is uh, a fan. Yes, you, yeah. he's a good I'm dude. I'm not even surprised because uh, he's, he's, he's what you I want to be when I grow up. Right when, we, when we did the last EOM, I played... Uh, um, Contradictions Maze and Amani walked up to me. She was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> That's probably That's when you came it. up. Exactly. Yo! You walked up to me. I was, he was like, "Yo, what is this right now?" And then you started whipping out your phone, and you was like. <laughs> This is crazy, oh and I and I'm glad. True. I'm glad to see he was planted because that's homie. Yeah, that's you can't him. wait to meet you. That's the homie. You're lit. All right, let's talk. Everybody boost. else, listen to them. Um, let's talk booze for a second. Now, Amani brought us some stuff. Wait, can I say that? Amani brought us stuff from Cuba. It's legal. It's legal now. It's legal now. It is delicious. Yeah, uh, we just oh, wait. I didn't like, try that one. She just broke went through a half a bottle of rum. Let me rinse my cup out. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Real quick. Uh, but uh, Albany Distilling Co. Uh, they're our, our sponsor now, and they've been hooking us up with some stuff. And we have a cool story about some exclusive, exclusive shit. Exclusive, exclusive. Man, this is the exclusive. So exclusive. The tell, most. Tell us how we got this amazing bottle that nobody Jody got. Jody Lofi Lobanowski is taking the mic. Let's so what, what happened here? What this what is a this, is a, this is a close uh, a collaboration of of this particular. What we're drinking right now. This is the Death Wish Coffee Vodka. A collaboration between the Death Wish Coffee Group. This is this is uh you know local upstate New Yorkians. They're doing coffee. Yeah. And what's special about this particular coffee is it has twice as much caffeine, or at least more caffeine, than the average coffee bean. I don't know how they do the infusion, whatever that is. Science. Like, <laughs> so wait, I'm supposed to drink this in the morning? You could I'm drink this in the morning. I'm going to be really bad at the drink. The answer is yes. Absolutely yes. So this Whoa. is a collaboration between the Albany Distillery <laughs> Company doing the vodkas. And uh, the Death Wish Coffee supplying the coffee bean. So this is a coffee-infused vodka. Now, this is so special and so exclusive. Rick, so I, saw special. Rick I saw the Rick so the other day. Special, so and special, so special. He's like, you know who's got the one bottle, right? The one bottle. Like, they're not, they're not doing it. It's like they're doing it like drip. It's like drip by drip into the bottle. And this is like, mm. so there's there's several bottles that went out there. We have one here. We're several, trying now. Several how many? Several like on one hand you can count them. Wow, from what I understand. that's not several. <laughs> that's okay. not several. Yo, we're several. good. What's several? There's five <laughs> bottles. We got in several. There's got five <laughs> bottles in existence. All, all, all I got, I got more bottles seven. in my trunk. Seven. That's not several. There's five bottles of this in existence. From what I understand, all I gotta say to very few. Me. What if we are really cool? But what if you got more than five fingers on one hand though? You're probably a cat, and the 
were rocking with you Probably and Ernest uh, Hemingway's Do cats have hands or fingers? I was fingers? at Ernest like a cat thing, right? With cats, the actual thumb? I don't know. Cats but, don't have well, hands or fingers. Ernest Oprah, Hemingway had a house Oprah in Cuba. Oprah has six so toes. We, was there. we got the exclusive. What I do know, what's really cool about this, so uh, of, uh, we just had the Super Bowl. Super Bowl just passed. Yes. The big thing oh, with the Super Bowl is the commercials. And a lot of people watch Super Bowl just for the commercials. This local coffee maker the death wish coffee group won a competition a co- uh, commercial competition and their commercial was sponsored paid for and hoisted up into the upper echelon of super bowl commercials uh where now their commercial was shown alongside all of the what do they have monkey dog pug thing so all the, it, and those are like a million dollars a second million dollars a second type commercials they won this contest yeah. too now death wish coffee is being advertised on the super bowl uh, and that was actually my favorite commercial because the rest of those commercials were terrible. Does anybody remember a commercial that they liked? I don't. No. I don't. I nope. don't. Well, I like the Monkey Baby, but I also like I, I like I like Pepsi, the Pepsi commercial because it had um, Chanel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah that was I love when she calls me. All right, go ahead. There's, so, so with that being said, you want to bother her tonight? There was, there was, there was enough bottles that were made where they sent two or three to the headquarters of the Super Bowl, where the people that were screening, whoever had the tape, hey, we got the Death Wish Coffee tape with the commercial on it. Whoever put that tape in the projector, they got the bottles of vodka infused stuff over there. The people that were at the game had this bottle of the collaboration between Albany Distillery and Death Wish Coffee. They had it, and now we have it. We are, yes, we're drinking Super Bowl. We're drinking that Super Bowl shit right now. Oh. So that means we're drinking that Beyonce revolutionary shit? We're drinking yeah. that Beyonce formation yeah. revolutionary great, great halftime. Segue. So Let me that's just finish up. This is that formation. No that hold on. Here. Before we get to that, because we so I know that's a big shit. concept. Uh, there's only three ingredients, guys. Only three ingredients. That's right. There's sugar. Coffee, Death Wish Coffee. Death Wish Coffee. And Albany Distilling Vodka. Bang. That's it. Boom. The wow. Holy Trinity, yep. some would say. Wow. Very simple. But it's very good. Shouts to them. Hot. It's dope. It's great. It's exclusive. It's yeah. coming soon to a, to a shock list than you. I Holla love the how these two the companies, local companies, hooked up and made something awesome. I think that's what we need to be doing. Like, yeah. We have so much lit dopeness right yes, here. Yes, we do. Like, just collab. And People are talking about ALB. They're not talking about Albany. They're yeah. doing it. Yo. So shouts to them. Shouts to that. It's a cool story. It's cool. Local, if you like commercials, I like commercials. Yeah. They got a cool commercial. I haven't actually seen their commercial yet. I got to see it. It's commercial. awesome. I'm gonna check it out. Oh, speaking yeah. of, so speaking you haven't even cool seen the commercial. Stories. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe we can, somebody, somebody gonna tweet that. We're gonna, tweet it. We're gonna find, find it. it. We're gonna tweet you. it. I'll hook you up. We'll go on YouTube. I'm gonna uh, So, speaking of cool stories, uh, Supreme Court Justice wow. Antonin Scalia died. Hey, <laughs> everyone's like, wow. And uh, we some people up. were we go up from here. Well, here's the thing: some people were like making light of his death, and other people were feeling like, oh, this is important taste and we want to kind of alleviate anyone's guilt tonight uh, if you're celebrating his death uh, because he was kind of an asshole and we thought the best way to do this would be to just kind of read some of the things that he actually said just so people know that but Amani had the great idea that we should make it into a game so I like it. this was all Amani's idea she's she just came back nice. from Cuba she's got all these amazing ideas right uh, revolutionary true. even so we're, odd. That's true. so we're gonna play a short game and it's uh, basically who said it Anthony uh, Scalia Supreme Court Justice who just passed away or Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter. Yes! And, uh, love Voldemort. and we have a title for the game, I remember. What is it? It's called the I'm Cuba, Cuba, Cuba Shuffle. Cuba Shuffle. Uh, Cuba Shuffle. Right? Your pun game is not, I don't know. I, I just, love you. <laughs> hash, That's amazing. Hashtag, hashtag Cuba Shuffle. No, you said it! I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, we can do that. Hashtag Cuba Shuffle. 
I game, like it. I'm corny and I like it. This game may be a little easier than. Shout out to Sophia because Sophia corny. Bro. I know Sophia on the top. Yeah. Check it. She probably love that. I drank it. I drank it. The Harry Potter fans on the check in. You're a hardcore Harry Potter fan, right? I'm on. Thirsty. 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 Shout out to Diana. Yes. So are you. No, no, no. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not. Did y'all see that thing he posted on my wall? I enjoy. What is your name? What is your Twitter name? No, no. His name is Masai Severus Snape. I was Severus Snape for a while, yeah. Is that the end? I appreciate Harry Potter. You still are. And I love that character. Yo, I, I was, just drank water out of a slithering cup this morning. I was, I, five I, minutes I, ago? I did change it, I believe. It was more for yeah. y'all than it was for him. Clean Clean We got a Gryffindor. Clean We got a Gryffindor cup for the house now. And is it Hufflepuff? I don't know. We got some. Can we get Kid Lucky up here to do Catlanta for these guys? Absolutely. All right. We need to make it happen. But anyway, I enjoy Harry Potter. I'm more of a Lord of the Rings guy myself. But let's let's do this game. So this is who said it? Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter or who recently deceased? Yeah, you can play or recently deceased deceased Anthony. Uh, Scalia uh, Supreme Court Justice Slash Racist um, Does this have anything To do with robes Let me record this I'm doing Rooms this. Robes Robes No no We're just kind of You know you can, you can choose Decide for yourself You know Okay I'm just um, wondering why Alright here we go Here's the first one <clears throat> I'm going to kill you Harry Potter oh. I'm going <laughs> Oh wait This becomes a quote Remember who said this <laughs> I'm going to destroy you After tonight No one will ever Again question my power Who after said that Tonight's no Who was that <laughs> Can you at least get some? Oh, well, I guess you don't want the accent. The devil's advocate accent, or is that just? I don't know. You want to like, do it? You can do like it. This is like the old English lyrics. Oh, like still. the old English lyrics. Still, oh, okay. we'll take it. Nah, because Scalia didn't talk that way. That would give it away. That's that's true. That might give it away. Also, the Harry Potter reference. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. No, they're supposed that was a to be bad. That was a warm up. They're supposed to be. This was, this was <laughs> made into a last up. minute game. Sacrificial. So anyway, who said that? Uh, recently deceased Justice Scalia or Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter? It's a tough one. Uh, Let's ask Twitter. <laughs> when you say like Can that, I phone like, a after tonight, no one will ever again question my power. But when you say like Harry Potter, deceased Justice, like that actually sounds Potter. like a Harry Potter character. Like that, it does, right? I picture like the ghost painting on the wall coming alive and like yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, so that was um, uh, Justice Scalia. Uh, so, moving on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> moving on. Um, the, who said this? Lord Voldemort or uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Scalia? Uh, homosexual sodomy? Give me a break. Come on, for 200 years, it, it was criminal in every state. It should remain criminal. Who wow. said this? Lord Voldemort or <laughs> Justice wow. Scalia? It's a tough one. I love this show. I feel like Voldemort was pro sodomy. I don't know. You think maybe, so? maybe I have read. Maybe I, I think was he was misreading. a little gay. Dumbledore was definitely gay. I don't know if y'all knew that. But he was yeah. in love with, Confirmed. you know, Grindelwald. That's why he took so long to intervene, you know, because he had love in the way. But he needed to speak for justice. In, in Cuba, so go in Cuba with, uh, do they only have the Scalia. first to second book? Is that true? I heard they're only on part two of Harry Potter in Cuba. <laughs> Word. You, you could have spoiled that whole shit. Because you should have landed and been like, Snape kills know. Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I hate America. Yo, no, that ass. Shorty was like, let me put you onto the show about American prisons. I don't know. It was Oz. I was like, damn. <laughs> yo. They got season two of The Wire. Yo. yo. It was Oz. She was like, I, don't, I might be a little dated. Uh, that's amazing. Oh, oh that's so Oh, good. you could have been it. It's like, you, it's just like you're from the future. 
You could have right. went there. Yo. You could have went there and wrote. Yo, you black. should go there and write Scandal and just pitch it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you could be like Biff. <laughs> back to Future. Yep. <laughs> back to Future. That could be you. Holy oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> this is great. Um, so, yes. Uh, sodomy should be criminal. That was Lord Voldemort that said that. What? So... <laughs> So I'm being facetious. All right, so here's here's another one. This is an actual facetious quote. Snape. This is an actual quote. And speaking of TV shows, uh, I feel like this is relevant. I don't know for if anyone listen, or watched the show 24, but this is an actual quote from either Lord Voldemort or uh, Justice Scalia, who recently dropped dead. Uh, Jack Bauer saved Los Angeles. He saved hundreds of thousands of lives. Are we going to convict Jack Power? Uh, Jack Bauer say that criminal law is against him. Who said this? This is uh, <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> this is defending torture. That wasn't in the book. I don't this is defend. This is defending the use of torture. He invoked Jack Bauer from fictional Twenty Four, right? Played by Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> now that's definitely uh, Scalia. <laughs> See now, see I'm confused now because I feel like maybe 20th Century Fox put out the Harry Potter movies and they put out 24, so maybe it was in Harry Potter. Let me think yeah, on no, that. Me you know it was that. it was Lord Voldemort. Yeah, so, I so this is and and this is why I think it's important. <laughs> it's it, this is why people are kind of celebrating his passing. This is an actual Supreme Court justice. He's old as shit. He's born in the 30s. He's been uh he's been basically passing um or you know voting on on these things for for years. He's been in the Supreme Court for three decades. And he's one of whether we knew it or not, he's one of the most powerful people in the country. And he's uh, weighing in on decisions that are affecting our whole lives and the the constitution and everything. Mm. And this is why I I, I often try to like I talk about the focus on the presidency is like way overblown when you look at who's really in power and making these decisions. And you got somebody who's in office like him who's super aggressive, and he's been in office for three decades before um, biracial people or people of uh, different races could get married, let alone gay marriage. And like he's just so ancient. shouldn't be making these decisions right and he's, and he's invoking jack bauer to justify terrorism i don't agree that age has anything to do with no, no. i don't want to be ages you, well, no old like people not, can progress with time not lit enough. but he stayed he stayed in those in those times in the i wouldn't 30s even say 40s. that time is where he stayed i wouldn't say that everybody in the 30s was super like offensive i just think that was just legally i'm saying the laws that were existed in the 30s and 40s he still like believes in them and and they're that i don't dated. know i feel like the laws in the the united states constitution says that if the if the government is not acting like they're supposed to act, we're supposed to turn it over and revolt, yeah. get some new shit. People don't be doing that necessarily. People yeah. just picking truth. Right, so and I that's just, the thing. It's, it's like just important to me just to be clear about our language. I don't want to alienate there old, are old There people. are old-ass people on the Supreme Court that I love. Uh, my woman crush Fidel Castro Wednesday. is like 90. Yeah. He's here. Well, look at, look at Ruth Ginsburg. She's my woman crush Wednesday every Wednesday. Like, I, it, that's it has nothing to do with his age, but because you said that, and no, I no, no, no. From, he, I I, I'm it's sorry. important to point oh, out that a lot of the views that he holds are were things that were in popular. Uh, you know, everyone or a lot of people prescribed to this mentality in the 30s. You know, and 40s, and when he, you know, when he was like going through young adulthood, and he carried a lot of those views with him until the day he died. And he was talking about these things in modern times. And, it's um, something that and I, I don't about. think that's separate from his his era of existence. I, I I think it'd be you know fools to say it has nothing to do with uh, his era and what, how he was brought up. There's mad people who was born uh, in that era who's not like that. It's just yeah, yeah. Me, I never said all that. I'm talking just about Scalia and Lord Voldemort. And we've talked about this on the show as far as the concept of where we reelect the president every four years, but some yeah. of these people remain in, in position, like you said, three decades. Three decades. Yeah. Where it's like this is the only time we have the opportunity to switch these guys out is when they die. You know, yeah. when they pass away, and then we can kind of look back and be like, oh yeah, maybe they've been wrong for. 
30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you think somebody we should set it? term limits? Absolutely. Like Absolutely. I'm sure there's somebody that would just be like, can we just keep him dead and up there? Can we just say everything that he said? Can we just keep that what it is and just prop him up like Bernie and we'll just uh, he can still run shit? And that's okay? He's yeah. been here for 30 years. Just prop him up, right? Prop so at this up. point, yeah. I mean, uh, his, I'm sure his views will stay the same beyond the grave. But um, but yeah, so they, but I totally agree with the term limits, especially on uh, not just uh, Supreme Court justices, but also people in Congress. So we have people in Congress that have been 30, 40 years. Right. Um, and these are the people who are really, uh, I think, kind of shaping this country. And we put such an emphasis on the president. You can't do shit in four years. You can't change the world in four or eight years. Um, but people who are in Congress and, and the Supreme Court justice for, for decades, they're really kind of shaping uh, the laws and, and the rules that we live by in this country. So that's why people are kind of celebrating he dropped dead, because otherwise there's no way to get rid of these people. They just will stay there. You know, they'll just stay there forever, essentially. And how does it go? Do, they, uh, do the people get to recommend somebody to fill the position? Or is it like, from this point, it'll be like, all right, we got the next asshole in line. And, you know, he's been waiting 30 years for this guy to die. So let's bring him up. Or how does that work? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, when you you look at some of the um, the people now who are like uh, Clarence Thomas, it, it, even some of the, you know, younger justices or whatever. Yeah, it's like someone someone dies and then, you know, the, whoever happens to be in office nominates the, you know, the new Supreme Court justice nominee. And then uh, eventually uh, they get passed by Congress. Although this this time around, they're saying there's going to be some unprecedented stonewalling so that that won't happen because they don't want uh, uh, Obama to appoint the, appoint the next nominee. That makes sense to me. I'll put it back to you, Masai, because I know you file this shit way more than I ever will. Is there anybody that you recommend that we replace this oh, dude? Oh, Kanye West. There we go. Yeah. That's my answer pretty much for anybody. All right. Sounds like a segue Man to me. Man Crush Tuesday. <laughs> but isn't he like kind of homophobic and like got some classic shit Very going on? Very problematic, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, like just on this album. Shit going on. Absolutely. So you just don't Kanye, care about that stuff? Still Kanye West. You don't care about that stuff? Absolutely. Kanye West. You, That's okay. my uh, final answer. <laughs> I don't know. How about Judge Judy? (laughs) Judge Judy? Anyone? Judge Judy? No. The the honorable for the the position. Judge Judy. For Judy. Oh, there's some talk of Elizabeth Warren. I think she'd be good for it. I think I think Obama would be good for it. I don't know. Like I don't I don't put too much. I, I really just feel, have lost so much faith in the system that I don't think there's any candidate who would be like ideal for it at this point. You just celebrate when they die. You said yeah. Obama. <laughs> yeah, Obama could. Uh, oh, actually, Michelle Obama. Uh, also, I, there's there's there are t- there are tons of good qualified people uh, for this. When and, can she be president? That's a, I'm like I'll be interested in politics when she yeah, runs. For, and I'm voting. She she now. Like, She's eligible now. Let's yeah. go. And she oh, can Michelle rap. Obama. Yep. And she can rap. Team Michelle. Yeah, she can rap. That's she true. Raps. That's true. So what you uh, want Michael Moore now? Oh no, sorry. I love you, true. I didn't mean to come at you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know if that's the best. Uh, so one one last standard. one last quote, and I'll just give this this one away. This this is Scalia. He said this uh, this year, and this this one kind of uh, set Twitter the Twitterverse on fire. Um, but he's he's talking about uh, affirmative action and and allowing black students into the uh, University of Texas, where there was that the whole case about affirmative action. Uh, and he said uh, most of the black scientists in this country don't come from schools like the University of Texas, which is a prestigious school. Uh, they come from lesser schools where they do not feel that they are being pushed ahead in classes that are too fast for them. Uh, and maybe when you take m- when you take more, the number of blacks, really competent blacks admitted to lesser schools, it turns out to be less than white students. So, uh, he's just, I mean, this is like... That's wild. He probably I, saw either Formation or Kanye <laughs> on SNL and his fucking heart stopped. He was yeah. like, you know what? He's, he's just saying like, it's yeah, maybe it's not better to like have black people in, in uh, prestigious schools because there's no way they can like do as well they should be in lesser school you know and, and to, to say that something like that you have to have amazing job security right right and that's the problem that's one right. of the problems with Supreme Court he just feels, feels like he can say whatever he wants and, and as soon as he said that he pretty much got ripped apart by everyone even in that in that actual um, uh, deposition where he where he spoke that people were just like whoa 
did you hear what you just said? And they're like calling him out right then. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this guy was he was he was a dirtbag, and uh, you know, God rest his soul. To the end, to the, <laughs> to end. the very end, to the bitter end. <laughs> rest in place. <laughs> um, shout out to Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Uh, so we uh, we were talking about the Grammys briefly, um, and I think a lot of us in here saw it last night. Uh, who who definitely saw it? Yeah, yeah, watched yeah, it. yeah, we watched yeah, yeah. We did watch most of it. So a good okay. portion of it. I saw, I saw from Goo Goo Gaga on. Okay. Well, let's talk about By that. Goo Gaga, do you mean Lady Gaga? Yeah. That was pretty all, late all in the show. Yeah, it was late I feel like show. that was a highlight. If I don't know how you felt about it, oh, I feel like okay, to me, let's that do was, it. I, I enjoyed that. I thought let's that was a highlight of that. And opinions, I, know, right. I know how we feel. I know how Beach Shadow Radio feels about Bowie in general after the last discussion. But to me, as far as a performance, as a tribute performance, I would have, I was saying, Tara, I was like, Gaga, I would see Gaga do Bowie on tour. You know what I mean? If she was to go out and just do like, all right, oh, wait, who died this year? I'm going to just do tribute shows. Gaga go on tour and do tribute shows and I would see that show. Mm-hmm. I would love to see uh, Gaga do she's going to do Old Dirty Bastard tonight. You know, she's going to do, you know, <laughs> Michael Jackson. She's going to do whoever. Whoever passed away, Gaga's on tour. We're <laughs> highlighting this guy died. She would kill it. She only or, does dead people. Yo, only dead people. Gaga is the illest performer. I didn't <laughs> see the performance, but like the illest performer. She's, I, I wasn't a artist, believer artist X amount of years ago. I'm, I'm on illest. I'm on board. I'm on board now with Team Gaga because I, I really enjoyed the performance. Yeah. I enjoyed the tribute aspect. I love the, whereas use me as the canvas mm-hmm. to project, you know, the, the energy onto the tribute thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she could be anybody. You know, I could see I could see her mm-hmm. doing that show for anybody that had passed. Like Black, white, over. anybody. Just do it. I, you know, because the artistry's there. I, I wasn't crazy the about the performance. Uh, I'm not a huge David Boy fan, it. but I, I was just, it seemed a little uninspired. And also the whole Intel aspect, like Intel, the computer like, company. Like that was, that, that undercutted that. What for the sure. fuck was that? that? Was they the were like, they were like sponsoring, oh, they like sponsored the performance. Placement. And then as soon as the performance ended, they cut to this long commercial that's like also kind of right. Bowie and Gaga and Inspired. It just seems so fucking uh, so capitalist. Like, Suicide. why are you doing that? How did you feel about her makeup? Her makeup? Did what, you feel the, that the her makeup thing? job was good? I don't know. Oh, what about her lighting the face thing? That I was thought that good. was cool when they use her face as a projector. That was that my was favorite part. And exactly. That, that was hot. Like the, her Gaga's the canvas yeah. for. I have seen I'm that before. Stardust and now, like that was cool. That, that was my favorite part. And I guess where that makes sense to me, the interaction of the technology of the performance versus what's happening it was a groundbreaking. I'm not sure. Uh, it was fun to watch. Uh, it was cool to listen to. True. I know you had strong feelings on this, too. The footwork, uh, though. The footwork. And before we give True's feelings, let me say, uh, David Bowie's uh, son wasn't a fan of the performance. He tweeted that um, he just he just didn't, he wasn't down with it. I'm going to find the exact tweet, but he was not in favor of the performance. I'm down with his son. Okay. Big time. <laughs> you call him a hater? <laughs> why, 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 True? Why? So, I felt that the, the performance, you said highlight? You said of the show, a highlight oh, of, the, the, of oh. the show, or for the evening, gotcha. as far as the Grammy yeah. show performances, all of that. To me, that was a highlight of the evening. Yeah, I don't have enough uh, information because I didn't see enough of the show before that. I mean, I saw Kendrick's performance afterwards, mm. but I was definitely uninspired. I I was struggling actually watching watching it because I was wanting to enjoy it, um, especially having listened to Bowie's music for as long as I have. Um, I didn't think she danced well. 
uh, I was like she just seemed so yeah. off and I didn't think she sang well and what I had to compare to after was the B.B. King tribute mm-hmm. because I felt like the three of them sang beautifully yep. especially Bonnie Raitt she like, killed it yeah she, when she came back out I was, going to I was so I was impressed with how she sang B.B. King's song yeah. uh, you know the range she took in fact everybody's range was phenomenal so I had that that level of comparison and I didn't think that Lady Gaga's vocals um, brought me to that point where I was like wow she really hit that note yeah. and that was a, and it was a lot of work I mean David Bowie when he passed away and it was going to be decided that uh, Lady Gaga was going to be the, the person who does the, the tribute I would have been in the studio in on stage practicing every day yeah. to do that amount of material by Bowie because he had such a range. I mean, he's doing I want- disco and he yeah. was doing soul and he was doing experimental and you know, and I didn't get that. I got like kind of like almost like this rush job and I did not like the way she danced at all, man. I was digging I, I was digging I it on stage as far as the footwork, the way the heels were moving, the way she was in this. Like I enjoyed there was and it's it stuck out to me as far as her dancing. I, I enjoyed it. What about the medley? Did you think? Do you think it was too much? Like she tried to like run through like all the songs, and I would almost prefer if she did one or maybe two songs. But it seemed like she was trying to do a Super Bowl halftime show right in the middle of the Grammys. And that's where I don't know if it's on Gaga who decides. Hey, we're going to do these tributes. We're going to do this medley, this blend of songs. It looks like they, they were did, great songs. It looks like they did the, the, I mean, they were the hits. hits. They did the hits. Yeah, they did I mean, the popular, familiar with. Uh, you know, if you would, could watch that performance and then kind of, I think the important thing is you could watch that performance and then go back and follow. If this is the first time I'm not a Bowie listener I'm now exposed to Bowie and his music watching Lady Gaga on stage I can now kind of follow that trail back to these songs and I thought that was cool uh, again I, I like the I guess I like the makeup I like the way that they had her turn into Ziggy Stardust and the paint drip and I, I enjoyed cool. that I thought that was cool definitely cool I like her footwork too the feet the feet, the way her feet were moving on stage I enjoyed that I thought the dancing sucked actually <laughs> honestly if you but, watch, but I did enjoy the makeup if you watch David Bowie's uh, what's the song I'm the DJ Or I'm the DJ song In the video I feel like He wasn't the best dancer In his videos I feel like she danced Not unlike Bowie danced In his videos Which was not Necessarily well But kind of like This kind of manic Artist dude White dude uh, You know With some type of rhythm But maybe conflicting Footwork mm. And I think she Translated that well On stage And I enjoyed it Thanks. Uh, I know expert I have a Grammy Confession to make Go for it I did not know before last night that the lead singer of the Alabama Shakes was a woman of color. Woo! Oh, I thought that I thought I thought it was a white man. Oh, a man! Too. Oh, you I didn't even have to. Man. You didn't have anything. Oh, but, wow. let, but let me tell you something. <laughs> but that playing music. But, but, I thought but, Sam Smith was a black. But yo, <laughs> she no, she killed that. I thought, I thought boy George was a woman. She, she killed it. I had a crush on boy George. She absolutely crushed that man that crush. performance. High point. That was one of the high points of the night. I agree. She killed it. She had. Presence. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. She killed it. Album so shakes. I want to see this Kendrick performance. I heard about it. Yo, talk about that or not? Kendrick, Kendrick was off the hook, too. Kendrick was to also that, a highlight. Man. Yo, I didn't see any TV. I just finally saw the Beyonce video this morning <laughs> afternoon. She was watching, she was watching Oz <laughs> all week. Was <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, yeah, I'm Alabama just saying, she even came back get revolutionary, her hat, like, the music get revolutionary. So just True. saying, y'all, if you ain't woke and you ain't ready, <laughs> get on it.
And I haven't, I didn't so listen I to Taylor Swift. I don't know who's listening to Taylor Swift's album and who listens to that. But to me, it was, if it wasn't Kendrick Lamar winning Grammy of the Year, you know, their Record of the Year, Album of the Year, it was Alabama Shakes. To me, that was my favorite album yep. uh, that I listened to. I would even put Alabama Shakes. I'd listen to, if you were to go to my iTunes, I got more plays on the Alabama Shakes album than Kendrick's album. I, I love that album. It's, yeah, it's I, amazing. I, it's I mean, amazing. you put me on. It's amazing. And it was around the same time. It was, uh, it was the Hiatus Coyote yeah. and, and Alabama Shakes yeah. that I heard at the same time. Kind of both similar stylistically as far as the genre blending Expendi- and the soul, the experimentation yeah. of it, yeah. and just these powerful uh, female voices and, uh, and, and instrumentalists that were like these women that were just like killing it. Because not a lot of it. us like the term female, just so you know. I just sure. want to educate y'all real quick. No, appreciate that. Yeah, I wanted to talk about You mentioned, you actually tweeted us uh, a few nights ago on that, and I heard you today mention uh, male poets at the at the nitty gritty thing. And I thought it depended on the context. Like he said, female voices, like should should you always, should you never say the word male or female? Or just, you can say male but never female? Or does it depend on context to you? I don't, know, I don't really care about male so much. It's male dominated society. I don't really care. So, okay, so, you, um, so in you, you think you just never say female, but you can say male? I just feel like people don't like the term female. I understand why I'm one of them. Is it because it contains like male? If I say that, information on the internet. Like if you say female, a female and male artist or something like that. Hey, let me pull up this great um, article and we can go over it in like five minutes. Okay, okay cool. Why is it problematic for you? I'm pulling it up. Well, a lot, a lot, a lot of the. Uh, you, Are and we please, about please it right now? The article. Oh, yeah. I didn't expect this to go. A, a lot of the um, like right now, narrative, narrative I've read about I'm that was like it kind of depends on the context. Like if you're referring to, uh, if you're using it as a descriptor and not referring to as a noun, like females be doing this. But if you're saying like right. you know female musicians or you know uh, best female vocalists, things why, like that. Why is it? You know how they, like it? even on the Grammys they say best male vocalist, female vocalist, mm-hmm. but it's it's a descriptor right. instead of a noun. One because the words female and women mean different things. I mean, there's like. Explanations oh, underneath yeah, yeah. it, but I'm just going to give you the quick bullet points. It's six because reducing a woman to her re- reproductive abilities is dehumanizing and exclusionary. Because nobody casually refers to men as males. Because okay, we can talk about the the artist that you just mentioned. Because it's most often used to imply inferiority or contempt. Because it's grammatically weird, and most importantly, because the word you're looking for already exists. It's women. Well, and I've I've actually read that huh? that same article. I was just BuzzFeed. So, might be. I don't know who wrote it. Just a real quick on on this one. So. If if female is potentially the offensive to if I'm talking about just dudes in a band, uh, how is women as opposed to man? Where where we have a a, a prefix and a suffix and the male that's in female well, and the man that's in like, woman. As far as as far as to you hearing it and me saying out loud on the mic, what is that? It's like it's just like you know female. It kind of just refers to people like very biologically and like based on sexual parts. And I don't know. What do you mean? What's the question? I guess the question was so when I said to me, so the way that I said it, uh, Alabama shakes. I feel good. From one, it feels good that there is there's a woman to me nominated uh, in this category. Now, right. in the band Alabama Shakes, there's the front woman of the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could, I guess, this is really at the end of the day could be all be solved. But if we knew what her mm-hmm. name was, if like, I knew what her name was, it's just I could like say, female is just name. like species. It just means species who can produce children. Like, that's what female means. Sure. That's a technical so definition. It could be like species. It could be like it could be a female dog. It could be a female horse. 
But like women We're talking about like Human people Right Not horse people so Do you think like in the, a little more emphasis Do you think like In the Grammys They should say male vocalist And woman vocalist Or not use well, What do they do Now they what say they female say? vocalist Male vocalist so Like you know just They should say best Female vocalist Or best it, male I mean, vocalist If they're saying male I guess Yeah yeah They matter. do both Okay In particular with Alabama Shanks This is now the, There's a woman Lead singer And guitarist And four I believe three or four Other uh Men that are in the group uh, They also won Grammys The band won a Grammy What I see And what I celebrate Again As far as when I listen to the music Is this vocalist This woman uh, Bearing her soul On the album uh, And when they talk about The success of the band They talk about uh, This woman And how she worked For the postal service And mm-hmm. did her thing mm-hmm. And they talk about The you know Her artistry As opposed to You know The drummer The keyboard So I You know I I celebrate her, mm-hmm. and uh, when I see them perform, I see her, and I see her face, and I right. see her, and I hear her voice on mm-hmm. it. So I, you know, I, I emphasize her right. on it as opposed to. Well, it's, it's complicated because it's like, well, she's a woman, right? But like, not all women are biologically like females, yes, yeah. and like, so some people are like women, but they don't, but they're not necessarily biologically. Oh, I feel female. you. I'm not arguing with you. I'm, I'm, I appreciate so, you elaborating. On I just the, wanted on to just let you know because like, you probably y'all are like dope people. You probably like just talking to like other dope people. You might. Like just turn people off when using those terms. So I just like to educate people that that you might be like alienating other people. I appreciate that. And I remember you and I had a conversation once about uh, women with the Y. Was some people see that as alienating too? And you were really uh, open to that. Yeah, you were like really open to that too. Like it depends who you're around. Like personally, and just from other people I've spoken to, open to what? uh, I was open to what? You were open to the idea that other people don't necessarily like the way you spell women with a Y. Who said I spell women with a Y only? Well, I'd only seen you. Spell I spell it, it a lot of ways. <laughs> you do, yeah, yeah. No, but I you spell it. I've seen you spell it with a Y, and I sent you that uh, article and like asked, just like asked you to check it out or asked your input about it, and you were like open, just open to the idea that not everyone's going to be down with that, right. and th- that's what I'm kind of getting from you. Like you, you now that I know, like you really don't like uh, female, and I almost mentioned to you earlier when you oh, were saying male God. poet. I, just... I no, no, I, it's it's important to know because a lot, you know a lot of women obviously. I don't know what I was saying don't like. I'm just saying this is what female means, and you should know what it means. I, I mean, I don't. I never said. I don't. I don't I wouldn't sum it up as like or don't like. Uh-huh. I'm aware and I'm sharing. And I respect that. And this is actually, I feel like this but is the second or third time that I've felt checked on this show about, you know, either saying female or saying woman or the context of that. And it's, uh, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it every time. Absolutely. I appreciate Absolutely. you. Every time I see oh, yeah. you on show, I'm like, yo, Lofa, yo, Lobo is lit. Love, yeah. love. Come on, you know. You're lit. But I don't know. Yeah, you shared that awesome article about why it doesn't include, like, a lot of different kinds of women, like, identify people. That's what it is about. That's what revolutionary thinking is Inclusion. about. Like, just constantly sharing with people and yep. expanding our knowledge and how we move. And, like, I was so happy that you shared that with me because it helped me to, you know, grow in terms of how I consider things. Mm-hmm. But, so I don't think I only spell women with a Y. I don't, I haven't spoken like that in a long time, exclusively, but I spell it that way. Spell it with E. Mm-hmm. Spell it without any, um, what do you call those things that are not consonants? Yeah, those. Vowels? You know? There's things. There's uh, ways. Variations, yes. Uh, numbers and shit. You... You said you didn't see the Kendrick performance. I didn't see it. But you, you, you caught up. Did you even see uh, Beyonce's Super Bowl or no? You didn't. No. Uh, you got it. YouTube. YouTube. You got to hit YouTube hard YouTube tomorrow. Was not loving me. There okay. you go. 
We're gonna, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about it. We'll send anyway. you all the links. We'll send you all the links because uh, that was a high point for me, and I think a few people mentioned that too. The it's kind amazing. of performance. I'm so excited about what is happening. Okay. in music in our country, even without seeing your hype off it, like you just, it's just powerful. The music video is amazing. The video. Oh, okay, yeah. Amazing. The, and, the, the lyrics in the song. And I feel like Kendrick's made Michael a point. Jackson, Jackson Five. Every live performance knows. is is something that kind of extends outside of what we've heard on the album, uh, from the Colbert Show to I don't know if it was SNL, but I feel like every live performance we get we're, what we're kind of familiar with his presentation of that, and then like a little something that we're just not prepared for. I like not that. Even, it's it's like this is what the album sounds like, and this is what the album looks like, and this huh. the, and this is who I am, regardless mm. of the album that I just put right. out. Like this is what I need to say right now because I'm here and have this voice. Sure, I got this album out. You should buy it. But this is what I'm here to say right now. And I feel like the end of his Grammy performance was that where there was uh, we heard some of all right. We heard some of uh, uh, another song from the album. You, I, I'm not sure. I forget what album, what other songs he performed. But mm-hmm. the end of that performance uh, and him looking at the camera and the camera's kind of oh, like going back, back and, and forth. forth. And it's like it's so frantic and it's so like like you're not really sure what's happening. But he's telling us something really crucial. I feel like there and it's almost made it where you can't hear what he's saying because you know the way the flashing strobes are going the way that it's like you're not you're not even if you're paying attention as hard as you can you're not supposed to hear what he's saying unless you then mm. go back and really hear what he's Ooh. saying uh, what, you, what, what you gotta say Steve real quick oh, I was just gonna say real quick to your point with uh, every time he does a live performance he read a thing today he did an interview today about that and how um, he has just like 40 or 50 songs from the last two albums that he keeps specifically set aside just to do live he doesn't like to do album cuts he likes to do songs no one's ever heard before because mm. he really wants to present them but he feels that like like you guys were saying you can't present him just audio wise he needs to get the visual across too it's amazing. he's obviously such an incredible visual performer as well mm. that I think it's I've never heard that before an artist literally has kind of like a catch of songs that didn't make the album but he's going to keep and produce live visually and everything too right just to show off on national TV sounds like the Prince crazy. Vault yeah. right <laughs> and a certain confidence that comes it's with that we're just like I'm going to perform something right now that nobody has heard yeah. and mm-hmm. and you can see like the cuts of the audience kind of looking at Kendrick when he was performing his joint and if it's like the picture of that crazy, where yeah. people and people were kind of like were like oh well, everybody must be racist in the crowd they can't deal with it but I think that's just like people are like we haven't Overwhelmed. seen something like this ever, ever yeah. or in so long they're like what are we seeing what are we there's so much that was happening mm. on that Grammy stage you know it's where it's a tragic situation it's tragic <laughs> what are you very doing very just Mayor come on she knows <laughs> she knows it's tragic she knows what it is what, that's Mayor Mayor Sheehan has an opinion too about Kendrick's performance <laughs> Blah blah, we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right, you know. And it's uh, it was just a moment, and I feel like you, if people are honest with themselves and they're fan of music and you know fandom of music in general, you know you can kind of go through the performances that went down that night, and you know which ones were special mm-hmm. and which ones were like that was a great performance. Okay, and you know, and who was there to kind of all right? We got the album, we're trying to just promote it, and who was there to like do art? You know what I mean? Uh, there was a little backlash, obviously, after what happened with Kendrick Lamar last night. Just some of the from some of the visuals and some of the lyrics and the songs he chose to do. It was really reminiscent of what happened last week with Beyonce's performance at the Super Bowl. And what culminated Racism. from from that uh, uh, performance at the Super Bowl was somebody kind of 
pitched the idea of doing a anti Beyonce protest that was supposed to happen today, and it was very uh, part of it. You know, a lot of people think it was just kind of a troll thing. Some people were saying it was just like a troll thing, but people were signing up to attend this rally. It was advertised on Fox News and like CNN, and like it, it, it kind of took off and it, it like got a mind of its own. And people were saying they were going to attend. Then a counter protest was organized. Um, essentially, today only three or four people showed up. That's the, what I heard. the police had all of NFL studios like in front yeah. of it barricaded off for waiting for hundreds of, of people. Right. And there was only like probably a few dozen people there. Most were supporters of Beyonce, and then a few people who came to like I don't know express their discontent with seeing these images uh, on TV. What could people not like about this video? Explain it to me. Well, uh, a lot of it was about her. It was more about her performance on the NFL. I'm sorry. No, no, that's right. Well, we didn't talk about the performance really. It was the video was one thing, but the, they were protesting specifically the sediment in general, um, right? That people, yeah, were just people mad had a, about. They were like, mm. they were against the the Black what? Panther imagery, black. and uh, that Mayor Why? Giuliani said it was an anti-cop narrative by her, uh, you know, expressing this pro Malcolm X like theme while she was performing. That cops kill people. people. The whole stop shooting us in her video. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. They were just against the, her narrative and promoting Black Panthers, who they are now uh, equating to the. So KKK. y'all against like school breakfast for kids? That's what I don't understand. Well, they don't understand. Most of the people who are against it really don't know anything about the Black Panthers except that they think they're like a terrorist group because they've never been yeah. educated about. Just them. open right. a book. Like, and that's the thing where it's like, almost, but they don't have to, to open, open a, a book. book. To bring it back to even to Kendrick, where I feel like a lot of people that heard that album Probably this book. past year were like, he was good, but it was it was really black. Too black. It was a really black. <laughs> Too black. Did you have to be so black? Too strong. <laughs> can we get? This I know Pharrell was there. Yeah, can well, we? I don't. We like Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell's really black over there. I don't know what happened. God, two more Kendrick. Bitch could kill my vibe. That's what I like. If they didn't get it, Will Smith, then it wasn't for them. Point exactly. blank. If right. you don't get the it's album, it's not for you. It's not for you. And and yes. SNL did that skit, kind of talking about how it's like this isn't for us, but everything's for us. Right. <laughs> that skit was oh, the skit was the greatest that, thing you that? ever. I loved it. You loved it. That the, skit how was so dope. Advocate feel about it though. Oh. <laughs> a little on the nose, eh? Devil's Advocate? Uh, are we talking about... What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, what happened to my voice? That's what's going to happen at the end of the revolution. That's what the hell going to happen. Devil's Advocate got some water spell. Sounds like a right, eunuch. Right? White Devil's eunuch. Who put this water here? Who put the water here? Yo, Masai, turn my headphones down, Shout please. Shout out to Flint. <laughs> You're right. Shout out to Beyonce raising money wow. for Flint. You talking about water? Word. That's what I'm talking about, yo. Artists, use your platform. What? They give me a platform? You know all I'm talking about. All day. Black Lives Matter. Like, stop. Uh, and can we just talk about so yeah. just even say and, you know anti so they had Beyonce even people. after all of that they have her announce the album of the year to then give to Beyonce and this is where I'm always intrigued about the people that are behind the scenes the people that if you watch the credits of the show it's the show's over they're gonna run the credits there's somebody that's credited mm-hmm. with producing the Grammys someone directed the Grammys somebody wrote the Grammys mm-hmm. who's the writer that decides that oh okay Beyonce did formation over there she did the Super Bowl joint she had all these black people she wore Michael Jackson's ex okay mm-hmm. uh, let's have her give the album of the year to Taylor Swift real quick yeah. <laughs> and let's see how she feels about that shit you know what I mean like it's those things where is this conspiracy kind of thing where I'm like this is somebody somebody's writing this shit you know what mm-hmm. I mean at the end of the day as far right. as the show's concerned uh, it's it was you could see her it wasn't the 
the viral clip that went, but if you see Beyonce on that stage announcing the album of the year, mm. she's not there as far as I can, am concerned. Watching her on stage, she's in a kind of very different place, and you can almost see the kind of the glaze over in her eyes where she knows whether that's the fallout that's coming or the fallout that happened before where it's like, I'm here. Excuse me, Taylor Swift. I'm going to let you accept this award, but <laughs> right. they, want, Kendrick they, they album. want that controversy. You know, they, they, they set those things up they, hoping that controversy you will could, come you out. You can see it in a way that she I said Beyonce got us in trouble. There. Oh, right. <laughs> right. You know what? They, we they, got Beyonce <laughs> lit. She got too fly Beyonce's for the weekend. Beyonce's lit because yeah. we are lit. Don't forget that. Shout out to Ghazi who makes all these amazing videos. I don't know if y'all ever watched their videos, but like talks about the music is revolutionary when the people get revolutionary. So we got Beyonce lit. Right. We Beyonce in trouble forever. We the country is in trouble. We lit. We woke. <laughs> stay woke. Keep it up. Keep it up. Right. And I, I think it's important to use these uh, performances as like a gateway to get more woke, as you put it, because as you mentioned before, like uh, Kanye West is problematic. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's album was problematic, and even Beyonce had some problematic uh, visuals in uh, information right. uh, that a lot of people way smarter than me commented on this week. And uh, <laughs> uh, like Kendrick Lamar has a lot of misogyny. His album and Kanye West is always like he's uh, he's I think he's gotten re- really good with the homophobia not really being a part of it but he's still super misogynistic in a lot of his lyrics Almost more so now so than ever even yeah. with all this problem these pro- problematic things when uh, they do something that's still in some way radical revolutionary we can use these as gateways to these have these conversations and expand that uh, discussion so that people can stay uh, inspired and continue to grow and continue to learn and I know me personally as an artist I've just grown a lot through the, uh, especially over the last like 10 years just uh, making mistakes and learning from them and trying to pro- progress and uh, I think that's all you can really do as an artist and we should just keep holding them accountable uh, earlier this week Kanye tweeted that Bill Cosby was innocent and I almost didn't listen to his album because of it you know like it, it really upset me and I, I, I like you know called him out in my own little way about it but um, we just have to continue to call them out and not just let it slide when that happens and uh, you know and, and eventually that's how progress happens you know just having mm-hmm. the discussions and uh, the next generation of, of artists that are hopefully observing this history happen right now will be more woke about these situations definitely um, we all help each other like Masai you sent me that amazing article about how my language might not have been inclusive to the trans community you know we keep our artists growing and every single day we each get more and more woke and make more space for each other to just be as we are it's just seeing a different angle necessary that you might not be seeing you know what I mean that the mm-hmm. person next to you on a couch exactly like could hey you know what you might not be privy to this angle here but this guy over here is checking mm-hmm. out you know what I mean I, I like to, uh, about when other. Rosa Clemente was here she said uh, really succinctly we all fucked up and it's like mm-hmm. we're all in these systems you know mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to unbrainwash ourselves it's not even our fault a lot of time like you've been taught something whether it's self-hate or or you know uh, hate about other people we're all fucked up so mm-hmm. you you know it, it takes some conscious effort to really get out of that I think and we just we can't always just say I'm a lost cause like no we can mm-hmm. get better you just have to be willing to uh, make mistakes and learn from them and grow and not just say oh well this is just me I am who I am and that, at the end of the day Beyonce is not the enemy if you got energy enough to go yes. and like form and put barricades <laughs> up and yeah, go yeah. pick it against Beyonce and start your yes. own yes. formation shit that happened on TV in front of millions two weeks ago like come yeah. on if man you, if you're white and you wrote, energy if you wrote three blog posts about Beyonce and didn't say shit about That's Trayvon Mike Brown uh, you know Sandra Bland yeah. you, like where are your priorities at Re- why are you putting all this energy refocus. going to her yeah. refocus that energy we could use the energy you could 
use the energy. We focus that energy. Speaking, and that's why I'm so happy that you played that love train joint because I was I was in the airport on the way back and I was learning that Donald Trump won somewhere. Like what uh, the frick? Yeah, New Hampshire. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, we need love. Like people have forgotten and been miseducated about our origins and who we are. We are all just reflections of one another, and we need to remember that. We need to remember that we are on the same team and we need love. Word up. Like your energy can be so much better invested in just making a blog about how we need to love each other. Yeah, and that's not something like we shall overcome like racism doesn't exist ish. No, we have oppression in our community and we need to work on that and we need to keep love and non judgment at the center though. Damn good start. Yeah. Damn good start. Uh, we're gonna wrap up kind of soon just a, a few quick points on on that love note. Uh, just a reminder you can donate individually wrap sandwiches oh and God. snacks to the homeless action committee that's down at three ninety three North Pearl Street in Albany. Um, and Back. even though it's it was like cold yesterday and it's warm today we don't know what's coming up uh keep yeah it's still it's still a code blue uh so bring food snacks down there uh they can always use that stuff and different cold blue than what they was talking about the beyonce share though right yeah yeah different cold blue blue. blue. it's like we got it that's cold light blue baby blue and that's the thing in havana i ain't seen no people on the street i ain't seen no one Mm -hmm. i mean i know people are hungry but i'm just saying yo we need to take care of of each other because that's you that's you fam it's like you not living it in this right lifetime right now but that is you and it's not it's not nice it's not fun nobody wants to be hungry Take you, you mentioned uh, artists uh, you saw on the street in Cuba right I think uh, performance artists uh, outside of restaurants or something like that or am I in restaurants oh, every time we went out to eat there was like people singing and things like okay. that were they singing for money like people donating money or, or were they paid like wage employees do you know I don't know but we all tipped really well when okay. we were at the restaurants but I don't know how those people do and I don't know what the situations were but it was kind of just like oh tourists are here so let's sing some songs okay. yeah. it's I messed up because this one dude did this song it's like me and Adia like, got the song in our head it was like this old Che Guevara but um he kind of skipped this ver- the part about like anti-Yankee part and it was just like nah bro talk about that shit <laughs> we agree yeah. it's cool we pay for, for the flight like come on we're here. <laughs> should we I wear it. my Yeager Guevara shirt real. if I go to Cuba or is that that's, that's not a good they look they might like that they might like, they might like it. <laughs> we gonna find out. Uh, I want to talk briefly about uh, pirating music and not paying for art. And uh, what people seem to be reluctant, at least in this country, about paying for digital media, whether it's apps for your phone, music, or movies. Um, why is there such a devaluation of art? Do we just take it for granted because there's a surplus? Why are people so reluctant to pay for mm. music and things that we consume uh, emotionally rather than physically, like things that we hold in our hands? And uh, what's the deal with that? Should we feel any guilt by by doing that? Like if we're taking away from say a Taylor Swift versus uh, a local struggling artist should there be is there a distinction there we should really draw a line and I know True has some stuff to say in Jody this year was the I first time that I really okay, felt I really felt it because there was that situation around when uh, after Avengers came out okay Star Wars so Star Wars came out uh, I'm like alright we're gonna see Star Wars we're gonna see a movie I, you know I got kids we work full time you know we do our thing so we have X amount of movies that we can go see in any given period of time Star Wars is on the top of the list but also I want to see The Revenant I want to see Hateful Eight I want to see all this shit that's coming out this was the first year uh, I'm a movie fanatic I love movies I love the art of movies I love going to the movies and sitting in the theater and experiencing movies uh, I also have a Netflix account and I get the DVDs at my home I got three you still got the DVD account I do it I do oh, it shit. Well, cause I got the PS3 I get the Blu-rays I'm seeing everything the last if, I, one. if I miss it in the theaters I'm seeing it at home it's not an issue but this was the first year <laughs> This year, still got the 2015, we have a Blu-rays. I say that, Blu-rays. We're, we're, all right, we yeah. home, we home. We're we here in the future. We're in the future. Fuck that. This was the first year, though, that I was presented 
with the option of these bootleg screeners. Now, where and you I've been, been, man? Where you been? In this, I've been actively in Brooklyn. Now, I work. I work with this dude. I work with. I work with two dudes that I work in a restaurant, and the guys in the kitchen. Hey, yo, yo, I got this CD. I got this DVD. Anything you need, no question, no problem. This for was of, the first. For those of you who wonder where Jody works, it's Philly's Cheesesteak House in Latham. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. I'll let your boy. All right, but this is the thing. So this is this first season where I was conflicted of of I love going to the movies. I like to see movies in the theater, but I'm going to get to go to the movies once in December. Which movie I'm going to see? We went to see Star Wars. Now, I'm presented now with the screener copy of uh, The Revenant. I got a screener copy of this thing over here. I haven't been presented. This is like where every movie is. I guess it's out there. They got the screener copies out there. Yeah. But I was bombarded this year, and I think there was it was kind of a news headline where all of these movies are now available more so. There was a big leak. There was a, yeah. uh, somebody at some head exec at the studio over here intentionally. Get to the part where you stole movies. the movie, Jody. I got <laughs> I got the Revenant. Don't say it. And I got uh, hit him up. I got, him up. I got Hateful Eight. Right. I so I watched, I watched Hateful Eight at home. We watched the Revenant at home. We were sorry. We watched the Revenant in the theaters because I need to see that. But I got the Hateful Eight. I got the bootleg copy. And <laughs> he just incriminated. I fuck it. Whatever, man. I watched the shit. It was great. It was three only. Right. It was three <laughs> hours on the couch that I got to see at home. I got to smoke a little something. I got to do Wait, eat okay, food. Right. It was whatever. It was a great movie you experience. Act like you wasn't gonna be able to do this next year. It's possible. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying this year. He's like, I stole the TV it and everything. Like, it was. I'm saying. So for me, I couch been from Rent Center ain't paid them in eight months. I'm saying I'm the dude. I'm the dude that pays for art. I'm the pay. I pay for art and art that I love. I pay for this year. This movie season more than any other season. I had. So, Ten people hitting me with copies. People I didn't know hit me with. Don't blame no, them. I got this shit over here. Don't blame them. They so, didn't force it in your head. They forced it on me. They're not. They forced it on me, man. Stole that shit. They're like, yo, I got to see this movie. I, Leo might win the Oscar. I don't know. Hey, do I got to see it? Yeah, I got to see it. Yeah, true, right. true master. I must see. Paying artists streaming I, music. I pay. True, don't tell me you was mad when I gave you the copy of the CD and the shit didn't play in your box, right? Oh. Spots oh. getting blown out. It was tight. So, tight. So I pay. I pay. I absolutely Did you pay, pay. Jody for that bootleg? No. <laughs> he, he gave me that boot like, And you know what's funny Three days later I went to the theater And I watched it It was there Right it was there <laughs> uh, It didn't work in my in my. So tried. it was Yeah it, it was meant for me To not watch it here okay, That's okay. what I'm saying And I'm sticking to it <laughs> uh, I pay for I probably pay for 95% Oh my god Perfecto True, keep I talking. For, I pay for probably ninety percent of everything. Ninety percent. Okay. Movies, um, music. I buy full length albums. I still buy full length albums. I download them from um, from iTunes or whatever. Here's what I don't pay for. Uh, I do a lot of weddings, <laughs> a lot of weddings, and I get these crazy requests for, you know, this first dance song mm-hmm. or whatever from an album that I would never purchase, a song that I would never purchase, and those are the moments that I take to YouTube Jack, oh. a first dance, a <laughs> right. parent dance, right. but yeah. DJ Guilty, DJ yeah, Guilty. Yeah, so that's that's that, <laughs> but I have a subscription to DJ City, so if, that, if I have to get new music, Music. I pay monthly, and I and I'll buy full length albums. But I came from that. I came okay. from buying albums for like eighteen ninety nine. That's why right, I made that joke. Right, right, right. Eighteen ninety nine at you know Fye or Tower Records. Like 
I'm right. used to that. Yeah. Album, right. Albums are like seven dollars now too. Is that what it is? The physical yeah. ones like seven. Oh yeah, well, yeah. online. Right. I, I, I mean, they're seven dollars online. Yeah. So that's money about is stupid and not real. That's um, stuff. And then yeah. we're talking about vinyl. And, but and this guy made a huge point. I, I love going to the theater. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in the theater. My father would take. You know, I love being in the movie theater. Stamp, seeing the screen, the smell, the seats, the floor, the sticky, all of that. <laughs> You know, it's part of you know my DNA. That's good because I, <laughs> so I spilled a drink earlier. Because yeah. it's free. That's what I'm right saying. Here. Where it's really for me this year was the first time that the, the Star Wars is at Madison Theater. Five dollar foot long, right? and that's where I love the Madison Theater. Five dollars catch last yeah. month's movie. That's that's. I saw Creed. And if you can I do saw it, Creed, five dollars. That's the move. That's the move. But it's like this is what I'm saying. Where this year for me it was like the convenience of the bootleggedness of the option of the. Mm. To it's that always going to be this time of the year, the, though. It's exactly. always. Right yeah, before you will you just hashtag the bootlegged bootleggedness. <laughs> and I think I think Jody, I think you just said the key word, which is convenience. It was convenience of it. So I'm gonna give you my story and then I'm gonna um get into the whole convenience factor, right? So basically with me, I pay for anything I can pay for. Because you wait. <laughs> maybe. Sorry. Maybe. Sorry. You invented money and capitalism. Yo, yo, you I are mean, the problem. I, <laughs> Nate, not Nate. Just white devil. That's cool. That's good. That was Nate. So (laughs) Nate invented money. (laughs) Good job, Nate. Sucked. (laughs) So, so I've I've spent thousands of dollars um, in my on my music catalog. I really have over the years. Um, So I pay for whatever I can pay for. If they don't make it available to me easily through like Amazon, which is my my media store of choice, I'll I'll rip it off of YouTube because hey, you didn't make it easily available. What do you want me to do? I'm going to get it the next easiest way. What do you want me to do? Look at another website where I can buy it? No, but that's... that's, Amazon or bust. Nope, but if it's not on Amazon, there's a good chance it's nowhere, right? You own stock. It's not true at all. Check this out. I bet you own stock in Amazon. As far as... No, as far as... I love Amazon, but let me... me, so, So with that said, right, I think that there is... In human nature, there is a, a, a kind of a push towards the path of least resistance, right? And the record companies fucked up big in the late 80s and early 2000s because they spent all their time trying to figure out how to prevent us from getting their hands, getting our hands on their music. And meanwhile, people like Napster and this and that were coming up and making it easy for us to get our hands. So, in essence, the record company in their um, greed... They created us. ...created this... Many outlets, whether you're talking about BitTorrent, whether you're talking about Napster of the past, or whatever, 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 all these all these outlets needed to be created to get around the, the blockades that the music industry was putting up. I, I bet you that if the music industry had had been ahead of the curb instead of behind the curb, it wouldn't be the situation because people would have been able to easily get their hands on what they need to get their hands on. Here, here's something funny. Just and this is the end. <laughs> you, you're gonna laugh at me. This is. <laughs> There have been times when I have had a song on vinyl in my music library 
and I'll buy it. I'll spend the dollar on it because it's easier to spend the dollar on it than to rip it off than the to vinyl. To rip it, separate, yeah, separate <laughs> the track, all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so... I mean, so I'm then wait. let's flash forward to... Wait, let's wait, talk hang about... Hang on, hang on, wait. Amani has something to add. Okay. And the first... I just want to say, I think that the problem is, like, really the money system and capitalism. I feel like, like, artists, definitely, we should be compensated for our work, but that's only because that's the only way we can eat right. in this system. And I just feel like people, like, art is just a reflection of just, like, being alive and, like, being a part of, like, this amazing universe and, like, everything that we are made of. And so I just feel like it's fucked up that it has to get complicated by, like, not real paper right. and all those other kind of systems of oppression. Um, so I think that's the problem. I think that if artists had everything they needed to be all right, mm. like, then we wouldn't have to necessarily worry about, like, compensation and all these kind of things. Like, they would just be reflecting their experiences as yep. being beings. That's true. That's true. So it's not that we should be paying for music. It's that food should be free. Should, no, no, I'm yeah. just saying, you're saying food and rent should be free so that we don't have to, you know, like, yes. make these decisions. Like, there was lots yeah. of, right. there, because for most of our existence, art was free. Right. And yeah. art still right. continues to be free in, like, yeah. lots of most spaces. And money is just a now, human construct. So the like, next time you go to a show, Oh, bring a sandwich. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying like we live in the system we live in now, but right. let's think about why. Let's just think about the whole picture. I'm saying take care, support your artists. Definitely, I'm one of them. I'm trying to eat, right. but it's it not is, our fault that the system is. It's funny. I, I consider hurry. myself the type of person that will download illegally 50 albums in a week. But then I'll come to the show locally and spend fifty dollars on yeah, everything right. that's on the merch table. I don't have that T-shirt. I don't even like this guy, but his shirt's dope. You know what I mean? Where it's like, in, in my head, that's mm-hmm. my conscious balanced out. Where it's like, hey, right. you know what? Yeah, I downloaded this guy's album for free, but because these record be labels his. are taking mad money, it's not like we're necessarily yeah, the, the artists, even the big artists, making money off the tours and the shirts and the merch more than more than the music. Yeah, sure. I, I have really no problem. And I, and I know I'm in the wrong for that. And I, I admit that. Hey, you know what? I'm bootlegging this guy's shit over here. But at, at some point, doing the, you know, when I was at SUNY and doing the radio show over there I kind of was like hey you know what if I have to download this guy's music illegally so that I could play this one song for 50 people that never heard of shit before Facts. that might go out and buy the album oh, yeah. uh, I, I'm comfortable in my position as the DJ of this particular show quote unquote uh, to make that decision like you know what hey I bootlegged the shit 9 times out of 10 it's it's somebody that I'm, I'm lucky enough to be in a position where some, the artist himself send me something hey oh, yeah. play this on the air please you know what I mean hey this this link is available over here uh, you know over the years I've been you know been able to subscribe to some lofty well respected hip hop bootleggers on the internet where you know I got the love of Pablo anybody need a copy holla at you boy but not, but not seriously I was but, waiting but, for you to but mention really, that but, but like even for the purpose of this show if we want to talk about it this is an album that everybody's hearing uh, to just bring it back around that the dude Kanye made this album put it out there but then made it so that nobody could buy it but yeah. if you are a fan <laughs> of music and the internet in, the, in 2016 if you don't have a copy of his album on disc in your car right now that's your own damn fault you know what I mean as far as I'm concerned uh, when it comes out on vinyl or whatever format that he wants to put it out that this is the official physical I'm a fan and I can buy it I'm gonna buy it I'm gonna buy it twice I'll get the t-shirt I'll buy tickets to the live show but did I boot like his shit yesterday absolutely yep. half a million people I bootlegged like Kendrick's shit too. and then bought it like, half a million people I need it I'm gonna support you I'm trying to hear it right now it. you know what I mean I watched that remember that um, what was that movie that black people dated Tay Diggs it was Best Man Best, best Man, man the yeah, Holiday. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. That shit was lit. I saw that on bootleg, and then I was like, I'm going to go to the theater, and I'm going to just pay. 
This shit was late. Nah, I think up. that there's. Uh, I think that we've reached that point now as as uh, as consumers of content where we can now make the decision. They've and maybe it's the, where they, the people in charge have made the decision for us that they gave us too much. Where they're like, hey, we have access to it. I can get it over here. I don't want to go to the movies and pay thirty dollars to go see this movie that might be shit in the first place. I'm gonna check it out online if I love it. Hey, maybe I'll get the DVD if it spoke to me like that. I'm gonna support it like that. I don't know. Uh, Amani, uh, yeah, we have one. Hang on. Shout out to Tanisha. What up? We, we still can't hear you, Tanisha. Go ahead, ask yeah. a question. Uh, Amani, it's not really a question, but I'm not supposed to be on the mic tonight, so I'm gonna get the mic back to you. You lit. But well, wait, we can't. Because I don't want to be on the mic. Tanisha said she don't want to be on the mic. She said, that's what she said. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We can't do this here. We can't do this here. We can't do this here. You got to ask not the question, please. I'm just going to ask Amani to speak on my behalf. Okay. Because speak on the fact that um, so much art is made inaccessible to people who don't have a lot of money. Like, that's an important part, too. Like, I don't feel guilty bootlegging because Facts. I can't afford to go to a Beyonce concert Facts. if it's $2,000. Right. And Facts. I can't spend $25 on a CD or even 19 Well, I can now, but there was when I was young and a CD cost nineteen ninety nine. I couldn't spend that. And I didn't have the option of bootlegging at that point either. That's how old I am, yes. Anyway, um... But so often art is made inaccessible to uh, many people, to the masses. So I have no guilt when it comes to bootlegging, mm-hmm. you know, except for like local struggling artists, like an artist mm-hmm. like Amani or an artist like myself like or JB or Masai, you know, who are really, we're not people who are considered mainstream and we are really out here grinding and trying to make a good product mm-hmm. and make good music right? and illuminate things. But but I like I that you do sliding scales at a lot of your shows of money just for I, I assume that's the reason why right like you just donate what you can when you come in or I think you've done that a few shows like pay what you can that type of deal yeah I don't ever want to turn somebody away that actually wants to wants come to out, come out. Yeah. that's like what people that's don't even come out with, with music if somebody wants to purchase a CD and they don't have 10 yeah. but you got your EBT card <laughs> take whatever I got you buy me some snacks uh, Amani, yeah, for people it's who- not accessible Tanisha and it definitely needs to be I know what you're saying I'm glad you got on the mic she said it's more about art she's talking about artists the difference between artists and like and Taylor uh, Swift this is what Tanisha's saying this is radio said, we're on the radio we're on the radio uh, actually I'm just repeating uh, I just want to thank you Amani for coming tonight and I know you're still writing the memoir kind of about what your I'm, I don't know I'm calling it a memoir but your trip to Cuba uh-huh. where can where can people get this where are you going to publish this once it's all done I'm going to put it on Facebook notes I'm going to put it on visionarynotescoach.com okay and when do, when do you expect it or is this just something you're going to when it's I done think, it's done I was trying to get it done yesterday so I'm just about before the end of the week because life is it's ridiculous like I had no access to technology and I was chilling and now it's just an inundation and so I'm going to try to get it done before the end of the week I, I, can't I, wait. I, I got a question for you real quick yep. while you were down there and you didn't have access to technology wasn't life grand it was better. You, it was much better. You didn't have to okay. worry about trying to check your phone and yes. check Facebook and check Twitter and all this other crap. You yes. enjoyed life with everyone. See? You smiled. You yes. laughed. You shook hands. You gave hugs. JB, no. 
right? Yeah, I'm. So I'm not like horrible. I hope everybody that knows me is listening right now because it's like I have like 80 unresponded to friend requests, and I want to be all your friends. I just like have issues with like not. I want to be present in the moment where I am. So like right now, I'm with these amazing people in this room. Like I don't want to be like on my phone. That's not like real reality to me in that. But like if y'all are with me in real life, like I'm all yours. And so like that was amazing just to not have the guilt of not being on it because I'm really just not good at getting back to stuff in the first place so yeah it was awesome just to be present because that's where everything is that's where God is that's where life is that's where love is is in the present moment you just appreciate everything and I say God in a sense and I say alienate people who don't believe in like a white man in the sky I don't mean that I just mean you know being able to be in control of your life and being in the moment so that was amazing I did love it and I'm going to make sure I maintain that I think I'm going to put office hours for myself in which I do engage with social networks because I don't need it definitely had no access to any of my green things that I love to do I don't know if y'all know me like that um, and that changed me too because I was like oh I found way new things to be high on like um, exercise and like to that. being in the moment I'm sorry there's no amazing. there's no bud in Cuba is that what you just said I'm yeah, just I don't know what the bud life is like I have no <laughs> idea really okay. I went on a honeymoon recently and it's the thing where it's like you know I'm not flying with bud on me but it's like alright who at this restaurant looks like a pothead <laughs> That I can ask, you know what I mean? Who's the most seedy dude in the kitchen, right? This is a vacation struggle. I know. Yes, I'm I'm with you 100% on that. I feel that. But it's all right, because now I'm saving mad money in my life. I'm like, whoa, I don't need any of those things. I just, I got everything I need right inside here. Well, I'm looking forward to reading the rest of that. From what I read today, it was really interesting. I can't wait for you to publish the rest of it. Um, I'm using it to raise money. We got invited back to come as a delegation with young people. So young people, meaning people up to the age of 35. I already have people in mind. Some of them are in this room right now who I want us to go back with. Um, in Cuba and just get more lit and really people it's time y'all know what time it is the music is reflecting what it is I don't need to say it you're already listening and the problem with the, the revolutions are they find one person and they try to like kill us and they try to bring it down so I need us each to find the Asada the Malcolm the Martin whoever it is that you vibe with within and do it because it is not working for too many of us and it takes us to make it happen right. so stop being afraid because they will kill you anyway it doesn't matter what you're wearing it doesn't matter how you live your life it will take you down so you might as well just wake up and do what we gotta do so we can make it better for our kids and everybody else cause it's not fair being afraid is not fair let's do what you gotta do that's all I have to say alright on that note uh, I love you, you. I love you though I love you No matter where you are Hashtag, I love you though uh, Yo, man, I got one more question Just real quick sure. You're on a beat shot roster Facts We trying to We trying to put music JB out do that uh, What kind of production are You looking for For the project No, I need all the things I don't know Alright so I wrote All this dope poetry For Cuba And um, we're gonna do a show It's gonna be like dance Music Alright y'all need to come So you can raise money So we can send people And we could just make The revolution happen Make it happen um, right. But I need everything I need like Mozart And like Harry Potter score And like Kanye and like I like everything I want it all okay 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 cool Got okay we got Lobo sampling the hell out of movies <laughs> rare groups I just crazy picked, yo tax season's been very good to the kid that's mm-hmm. all that's all Not go beer medicine for the people <laughs> listen to that shit if y'all 
Shout out to Brianna and Jordan Hill. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, don't forget we have a podcast. Subscribe to it. Tell other people to subscribe to it. Uh, Share something on Twitter, Facebook. Let other people know that this is going on. Uh, We're going to keep you posted on uh, Amani's uh, memoir from Cuba. And uh, I think Ariella also has some. She's going to contribute. Yeah, shout out to Ariella. Oh, do it. Shout out to Ariella. Littest. She's the littest. I can't wait to hear, you know, what. what, I'm I'm assuming she's probably writing something too. I I just want to hear. I just want to hear and read. She's going to illustrate. We're going to collaborate on like the things that I was writing. She's going to do illustrations. She has her own poetry. She's amazing. Well, I can't wait. Uh, Thank you for coming through. Um, Thank you. This was was really, truly a blessing for me. I'm so grateful to be here surrounded by y'all. This was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. It won't be the last time. Uh, Beach Eye Radio Masai signing out. JB, I'm out. Lo-Fi Lobo, peace and love. DJ Nate the Great. Oh, and I want to say one thing. I want to say that I, I pledge right now that I will never... Um, why the fuck you lying, True Master, again? <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah, I pledge that. What the fuck you lying? He did it on himself. <laughs> Nate the Great signing out. <laughs> true, if you can see hates, True Master's true face right so now. He's so pissed at me And right I, now. Like, I do bad stuff for you, man. He does. He does. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> so, so the motion yo, more, seconds. More, more importantly, it's not about me. It's about the whales. Peace. Ew, shoot. Yo, <laughs> shout out to True. Shout out to the whales because whales are mad, intelligent, and loving, wonderful beings. Shout out to all beings. Kleana said go to... I ain't saying that. Kleana said go to Pornhub. Can she... Don't go can, can someone hand her a mic? Set for the whales. Amani, can you just hand her a mic? Right, I remember reading about this. Pornhub.com is doing a. What's that website again? Motion. I'm not familiar with that one. Pornhub. Yes. It's doing, right. it's doing, wait. They are doing. I'll add that to my they browser. They are doing a uh, campaign to save the sperm whale. Sperm yep. whale. So every 2,000 views that 2000. Uh, every 2,000 views on Pornhub, they will donate. I think like, saved mad whale. Why <laughs> jerk? Do work. They will Why donate jerk. like one penny or maybe like 20 cents or something like that. I don't remember the I ratio. A whole whale. But everybody, just like two, <laughs> we can do this. Everybody in this room, 2,000 views a all right, day. All right, all right, we're I on it. We're on we it. We gotta cut it down. Yo, that porn hutch. We what was it? it? Porn hutch and we're hub and we're protecting. <laughs> and, and we're gonna we're save the sperm whale. The sperm whale. I've never Single heard of whale. For some has us. an oil-producing <laughs> gland called the spermaceti gland. Who feel uncomfortable? <laughs> porn hub. I know has like feminist porn on there. So if you feel uncomfortable, you know. You and just, whale porn. You got all. Oh. And you what? Can speak to Amani whale for porn? recommendations. She'll help you. <laughs> Tweet, yeah. tweet all coach. your porn questions to Amani. Looks like we found a celebrity to torture. She's your Pornhub connoisseur. Good night, everybody. Good night. Viva la revolución. Peace.